right now. They listen and they ain't got no fucking choice. Listen to what's happening. L. Watch this. Get oh, yo, Chris, that's so back in this bitch. And this is Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter. And this episode, what? 14? <clears throat> Shit. Yeah, episode 14. So we back in this bitch. Episode 14. We got a couple little new segments today. Got some new shit to talk about. But first, I <laughs> want to talk about fucking Ty fucking Lou. <laughs> if you haven't heard, <laughs> Ty Lu got his bitch ass fired after the fucking calf started 0 and 6. Go ahead, gave him the boot. And uh, Larry Drew was named the interim head coach. He's assistant coach, was once the Hawks head coach. So, what's going to happen? Who knows? Uh, I have heard reports that. Uh, <clears throat> What's his name? Rick Patino is interested in uh, coaching in the NBA now. So it'd be interesting to see if he maybe is in the lineup. I don't know. What do you, <laughs> what I do mean, you think about Ty Lue? <laughs> I mean, can't say it's surprising necessarily. He was getting carried by a great player for a long time. And I mean, start 0-6. It's just, yeah. it is what it is. I, I don't think it's even that important that they get the spot filled this year. I don't, I mean, they don't have a bunch of pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, they'll probably just wait till the offseason. This season was going to be tough when you lose uh, the greatest player, the best player in the league, and then uh, we just heard it on a, a show. I mean, they didn't get shit back. So, like, they all they got to do is lose the best player in the NBA and that then deal with it, figure it out. You got cap room, but you don't have anybody to deal out. You don't, like, that shit's just tough. Thing is shit. Um, but, man, it's crazy that uh, Cleveland's just been savage mode because uh, the Browns fired two people. Right, the fucking Browns <laughs> fired Hugh Jackson and fucking Ty Haley. Hugh Jackson's a fucking goofy guy, man. He's like a cartoon character to me. <laughs> so, fucking Cleveland, they was like, we just want to clean house football and basketball. He said, fuck it, starting the city from scratch. And the fucking Ty Lue, the whole, whole reason he even got fucking hired was so LeBron could basically coach the team. So, I mean. His job was over. Right, yeah. It, like, there was no need for him to be there. He couldn't fucking coach anyway. I don't, I don't even, I guess it should have been expected. It's still fucking funny, though. Ty fucking Lou. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Ty Lue. He gets the year off and he's still getting paid, so. Getting paid. Uh, I don't think he got the. The worst end of it, never going to be fun to lose your job, but hey, money's still coming in. Go kick your feet up and watch this season from the ho- from home. Right. Watch that shit unfold. <coughs> Collect that check. All right, so now we're on to a new segment, and the name of the segment is Black Thing, White Thing. <laughs> and uh, what we're going to do is going to uh, name like some, not like topics or whatever, I guess you could say that. 
And then we're going to figure out if it's a black thing, white thing, or neither. So the first fucking <laughs> topic is not using a washcloth when you, <laughs> when you take a shower. Is that a black thing or a white thing? What do you think? I mean... <laughs> do you use a <laughs> I don't use a washcloth I got like a fucking like a loofah like a loofah bro okay gotta ex- gotta be able to exfoliate that shit bro <laughs> get in there and clean yourself okay do you use a washcloth I use a fucking loofah too it's All like right, a that. axe a axe okay uh, you got the manly looking one it yeah. looks like a, looks like a tool <laughs> yeah I got, I got that <laughs> I got the axle axle thing so I yo use who a, be using washcloths <laughs> I mean like it's like uh I've I've used washcloths. <coughs> I used to it at my grandma's, <coughs> and I was just a boy <laughs> at right. my grandma's. Right. I, was, I mean, if you ain't got a fucking loofah or nothing, I guess you could use a washcloth. I mean, it's better than your hand. But yeah, that's the thing. Like I've heard people, and I've seen motherfuckers. Not seen them, but I heard motherfuckers because that <laughs> he was, was me. Gay. He was watching. <laughs> he said, "So how you be scrubbing down there if you don't got a, uh, a rag or something?" <laughs> Oh, you just cup the... <laughs> so motherfuckers... <laughs> motherfuckers just rub the soap on their body. <laughs> and shit. So it's like... <laughs> is that a black thing, white thing? You watch So I guess... I mean, who are you watching? Were they black or white? <laughs> <laughs> That's on a... Uh, That's on a grimy thing, bro. <laughs> like, I, I know motherfuckers have heard that motherfucker white people, they just fucking use the fucking soap on their bodies. And I know fucking growing up, there was this fucking soap. It was damn near... Uh, I don't remember who made it, but it was just a bar of soap and it had like a little fucking like it's a bar of soap and like a little cloth thing and it was like you could use the soap and just wash your body with that. <laughs> like it was a built-in fucking like <laughs> like tool motherfucker had the soap built in and it was like and the commercial had white people in it so was, he's like oh that's them it was like they just using the soap to clean their body man so I mean I, I don't guess. know I think that's just a I feel like that's just, I don't know. Oh, if you not... did you if you doing that, just do me a favor. Just hop to Walmart, grab a loofah. It's like a dollar. Just right. check it. Just check it out. If you don't fuck with it, go back to wiping with your hands or <laughs> right because you can't or really bark like, or leaves or whatever you want to use. Like you said, you can't exfoliate when you're just using the soap. Like yeah, you just... like you're not you're not tearing up the the, the, <laughs> the dead skin cells and shit and right. getting in there. You're not really like cleaning. You, you're never gonna smell clean because you're not getting the soap in there. So I guess yeah, I you guess you gotta work on that. So I guess it's a a neither thing. I guess that's what we would decide. It's you, not a black thing or a white thing. It's just a weird motherfucker thing. Yeah, get I, you a loofah. <laughs> wash your ass, man. So the next, <laughs> so the next fucking topic is kind of related. Showering every day. Is that a black thing, white thing, or neither? Now, do you shower every day? Oh, I I do. I love showering. Now, okay. And I I don't shower every day. I wash my ass every day, but I don't necessarily hop in the shower every day. I make sure I wash my nuts and my under <laughs> and my underarms. His undercarriage, right? Make sure I get all the uh, areas every day, but I don't necessarily hop in the shower every day. Did you when you worked at Chipotle? Yeah, I hop in the shower damn near because I mean when you work at Chipotle, you damn stink. Yeah, and you get sweaty and your feet get wet from ditches and shit. Right. So I guess it really depends on the motherfucking, on your job. But either way, for me, I would shower every day because like, literally, I just love to shower. I get my music bumping in that bitch. Right. And I, I just, it's so warm. I love showers. Right. I, 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 I damn near think that's a white thing. I feel like, I know black, there's some black people that shower every day. 
But I know a lot of black people that don't shower every day. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think it's more of a white thing for sure. Right, and, if, and white people, y'all damn near. I know a lot of white people be like, I got to wash my hair every day. Or my hair get like greasy and shit. Yeah. And that's not something that a black person has to do. They don't have to wash their yeah, hair. Yeah, no, that's day. definitely it for me too. My hair started, I, I just, I start and my, my, I don't know, I just feel, I feel oily, greasy type shit. I got to get, got to get back in there. Right. So like I said, it is a white thing. And I got fucking acne, so it helps to be able to get in there and wash my face. You know what I mean? Self-care. Alright. So the next fucking topic is fucking loving guns and shit. <laughs> is that a black thing, a white thing, or a neither? <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this. I mean, that's I, see the thing is, I feel white thing. I feel where you going. That's a motherfucking white thing. But I also like, bruh. <laughs> I guess there's a difference between like loving guns and just like a bunch of black people having guns. Right. I know there's black people like, that have the guns. The white people love to like celebrate like, and, the guns and fucking collect them and yeah. fucking show them off and make like, videos. Like honestly, I have a perfect YouTube example. This, one of my best friends in high school, his dad. Had I shit you not seven, seven AR-15s that were just in this closet in his garage hanging up. Like, like they had taken like one of them to the range a few times, and like other than that, like they just sat there. They like thirty shotguns and shit. Which I like, yo, like if there's ever like an what? apocalypse, I can tell you where I'm haul assing to. Like I can tell you where I'm going, but like, is that necessary? And like, I've never been about that shit. Like, I don't. I don't have a purpose for it. I don't need any of it. Right. And uh, I would say it's definitely like a white thing to like want to celebrate it and talk adamantly about, right. talk about come it. and take our guns. I dare you. Blah, blah, blah. Like Collect just, them and all that shit. Yeah, fuck them or whatever they do. Right. That's definitely a white thing. And like, and just like have like AR-15 type shit. Like that's like, there's just, there's literally no need. You're compensating <laughs> for something. Shit. What you so scared of? <laughs> All right, so the next one is butter on pancakes and butter on waffles. Is that a black thing, white thing, or neither? Do you do you put butter? I don't put butter on my pancakes or my fucking waffles. Oh, I mean, if the people, I, I know love when they butter though. <laughs> if I mean if it comes on there, like I, I damn near scoop it off most of the time. Sometimes I might leave it on there, You're but crazy. I don't. I don't really see the need. What's bro, the, because butter's delicious. What's the so it's the flavor? I don't even. I don't. Yeah, bro. So you eat like butter? To, you like butter toast? I mean, I don't eat just <laughs> butter on my toast, but like, I mean, if I'm like having like an upset stomach, butter toast is something that I'll eat because it's really simple. But and I put butter on my toast, but then I put other things on top, like, like cinnamon and sugar. Yeah, see, that's why I fuck with cinnamon butter. I fuck with that, but I don't. Yeah, see, like that's what that is basically. But I mean, like on my waffles. And pancakes, French toast, butter that shit, and then put syrup on that motherfucker. I don't fuck with the butter like that. I don't know. Sometimes I'll even, if I'm just looking for something quick, I'll just put butter right on top of the waffle. Like a frozen waffle. Just eat, eat Hell no. Nah. <laughs> on the frozen waffle? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. Yeah, bro. Get out of here. I'm cute. <laughs> so you, do you like sour cream? Hell no. Nah. Come on, I'm not that white. <laughs> I can't fuck I with I hate sour cream. And it smells bad, and it just looks gross. And like, why would I want cream that's sour? <laughs> like the fuck? You Nothing like yogurt? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't like yogurt really either. Yogurt's weird. I like pudding. 
I'm in the pudding pop. <laughs> wow, he just made a Bill Cosby reference. Man, so I guess fucking butter or pancakes and fucking waffles. That must be white shit. That's a white thing. Because, like, yeah. What about on, like, a baked potato? Is that is that a whole I separate eat, conversation? I, I eat it on, yeah, that's a whole separate conversation. All right. That's a neither, because I eat yeah. So, what, I you don't put butter? It. You wouldn't put butter on your toast? There? Like, if you made toast, what are you putting on your toast? I'm putting fucking jam. These guys said jam, not even jelly. Jam. I fuck with the jam because the jam is easier to spread. What about like peanut butter? I mean, peanut butter is cool. It's cool. I'd rather not really eat it like in the in the morning. If I'm eating like a peanut butter and jelly, I don't really. I mean, I don't really fuck with peanut butter like that. I know people that do fuck with it like that, but I don't really fuck with it. I don't eat it a lot, but I do actually really love peanut butter. Yeah, I don't fuck with it like that. What? Man. Unpopular, oh man, here's an unpopular opinion for you. People, man. What? Something that's really good that my grandma put me on years ago without even really letting me know, but is some bread and you butter it and then you peanut butter it. Peanut butter and butter. (laughs) Gross. You've never had it, you don't know. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. That's definitely a white thing. My grandma's as white as they come. That's definitely a white thing. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to bring you some. I'm disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> right, that shit unhealthy, too. Right. Motherfucker, that's how the fucking... I'm not worried about it. I'm not here to live forever. Look that shit. So, fucking the next one, and the last one for the segment, drinking white milk. Is that a white thing, black thing, or neither? What, you don't like white milk? Um, fuck with white milk. Do you drink white milk? I mean, not by itself, but like with some things, yeah. But it's got to be small cups. Like I, I can't do a lot. I don't fuck with white milk at all. Like when I put, when I eat cereal, I put just enough fucking white milk for the fucking cereal to float. And I fucking when I eat the cereal, I like scoop the cereal. I fucking like drain the milk off the spoon. <laughs> wow, you wild! I fucking bro. eat the cereal. I'll just put some chocolate milk on. Some and cereal. then I fucking pour the milk out. I'm not drinking that shit. I don't fuck with white milk. I just wanted to make the cereal wet. And you can use water. No water is nasty. I want the milk, but I don't want to taste the milk. I don't fucking fuck with milk. White milk. Mm-hmm. I really don't fuck with nothing white. Wow. But fucking. Bitches. <laughs> but bitches. Wow. I'm not even on the list. <laughs> I, fuck, <laughs> I fuck with Chris, but I mean like in general. That's I fuck, wild. <laughs> I fuck with white people, but I mean like in, I don't fuck with no <laughs> fucking sour cream. I don't motherfucking fuck with no white milk. What about fuck, cheese? White cheese? I don't really fuck with white cheese, really. I don't fuck with yogurt. I don't fuck with cottage cheese. I don't fuck with... Ooh, bro, cottage cheese fuego. Gross. I don't fuck with none of that shit. I don't fuck with no ranch. Oh, nah. I, I mean, I'm with you on most of this. I don't fuck with none of that bullshit. Definitely not blue cheese, you nasty Hell fucks. Nah. Never if you blue eat cheese. blue cheese, I think you're associated with the devil. <laughs> and I'm, I'm willing to say that on air. <laughs> it's being recorded. It's, uh, Y'all disgusting. Nasty. Feet cheese loving ass. That shit gross. So I guess drink a white milk. I would say that's a white thing, man, because I don't. I know a lot of black people that yeah. Because like, no, nah, I've known, I've known, I know a lot of different white people that have drink milk like, like for they enjoyment. Love milk. Yeah, yeah, like they drink, drink like a fat thirsty. glass of it. Yeah, Ugh. like I, I man, that's when my disgusting. my boy Adam was at uh, Ball State, they were he, him and his roommate were always just drinking. Like his roommate have a whole half gallon of milk. He just be sitting there drinking out of it. I'm like, bro, 
you're repugnant. <laughs> That's disgusting. But to each their own, I guess. And I've seen people put just be drinking uh, milk with ice in it. I'm like, what are you putting ice in your milk for? It comes out of the fridge. It's fucking cold. It's gross. You just, and then you get it watered down. Then you want to drink watered down ass milk at the end. That's gross, man. That's like my stomach hurts. Just thinking Ugh, about bro, it. this dude just milked this draft for some candy and then ate it. That was crazy. Fucking Skittles commercials, they'd be fried. Yo, man. what the hell? So, you, so, so that's where Skittles come from. Right. <laughs> out so, of, they just milk them out of the drafts. The next fucking segment is called Over or Under. <clears throat> and it's kind of self-explanatory. I've heard it before. But I'm going to say some shit. You're going to tell if you think the... Get over that or under that. So, Colts winning eight games this season. Over or under? Shit, what do they got right now? Three? Yeah, I think it's like three. <laughs> They're like, what? Three and like six or something? Three and five? I'm damn near gonna say, what if I want right at? Because I'm a... I'm thinking like seven. Honestly, I might have to go the under. Going the under. Maybe. I don't know. Ah, we got a lot of divisional games left. Right. I have to look at their schedule. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yo, I'll probably and pull up the cold schedule real quick. Because, yeah, it is difficult to say because, I mean, they kind of. Because they're kind of coming together yeah, a little bit. To like, we had 200 yards rushing in the last two weeks for the first time, and I don't know how long. We've won back-to-back games for the first time. I don't know how long. So they got the Jags, Titans, Dolphins, Jags, Texans, Cowboys, Giants, and Titans. Yeah, they got a lot of divisional games left. Okay. I might say over. I'm going under. Because the Jags going to want to whoop our ass. The Texans going to want to whoop our ass. Yeah, but the, Jags, the Jags are... going to be some Jags, tough Jags had some tough, tough lineup situations going on. Yeah, you're right, but I just don't... I feel like these other teams are going to want to win, and I just don't have faith in our I mean, team being so, good enough so are right we. now. I, but I I don't know. I think we could damn near sneak into the playoffs. Bro. So they might win like seven, so I'm going under. I might They might get seven, but I'm going under. Yeah. Hell no, we're not sneaking into the playoffs. I don't see it. Heard. So you going what, over? There's three wins right now. That was a lot of divisional games. Right. I'm going and the Giants and the Dolphins. Yep. I'll take the over. I don't give a fuck. I'm not being graded on this. Yeah. Over. We're going to end up with nine wins. So, okay. The next one is over or under. There's going to be two singles from Yandy or on Yandy, however you want to put it. What do you mean? Like he's going to drop out? Yeah, he's going to drop two singles. And not necessarily have to be before, but there's going to be two. You know, like, like single singles. worthy. Yeah. I think. And like them, they're like. The singles like on the platforms on fucking Spotify. They never have their own fucking out, uh, album artwork and shit. So, you know, like what this fucking single is. Yeah. I mean, gonna like, have fucking two of them. Like wolves and shit. Yeah. Pablo. Right. Or like no friends in L.A. or whatever fuck this song. No more parties in LA. Yeah, no more parties in LA. What the fuck ever. That shit hard. Um, damn. I'd say probably under. There's nothing. I'd like to think he'll do a regular album rollout. I'd like to see Kanye actually put like genuine effort towards right. this album. Um, because we haven't really seen that from him. 
Um, but I think under there's just nothing traditional about Kanye's uh, music put out anymore. There's no there's no uh, set way for it to happen. So right. we we're really just we're at the mercy of him and his psychosis. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm going under two because. If anything, we might get two at the most, but we're not gonna get over that. So I'm gonna just go with the under. We might only get one if we even get that. He might just fucking. But man, might just be. I want. I want this thing to be good so bad, like really good, like. Cause like, I'll always probably defend Kanye (laughs) more or less, just for his artistic positions. I think he's. He still has a lot of good mindsets, but he's just, you can't defend everything the dude says and does without a doubt. Like, he's just a loose cannon. But man, like, it would just be so fun to just have this album be able to drop and, like, just have everybody be like, oh, yeah, this is some Kanye we can ride to. Like, honestly, like Pablo. Because when Pablo dropped, there wasn't nearly, like, I feel like the same backlash that there was from, like, a Yeezus and a Ye drop where it was just so out of everybody's comfort zone. Like, I feel like Pablo was more neutral and more, like, commercialized so that it was more widespread. Like, people were like, oh, there's shit I fuck with. Um, And then Yeezus and Ye definitely were not like that, necessarily. Um, So I'd really... I don't want him to just sell out completely and not make what he wants to make, but I'd like to have... I'd like him to just shut some people up, honestly. Right. Come with some fucking fire. Because I get real sick. Like... Cause like you can think what you want about the later music, like it doesn't change Kanye's whole uh, scope on what he's done for the industry. So I just I get so sick of hearing just over the top bashing of of Kanye, who's changed the the direction of the industry more than once in his career. So like it's just, it just gets old, and like you get sick of having to defend somebody who's literally certified legend status already like right. it just doesn't make sense people so like, just love to hate him yeah and I mean he's very hateable as a person but like yeah. people let that shit carry over into like his his artistry and like say what you want really look at what Yeezy is too. as a brand now look at what his music look at his music as a whole catalog like you can say what the fuck you want you're just a hater because you're wrong like what Kanye does is is succeed for the most part so like yeah, they just can't separate the two. That's what people people have trouble separating the music from the person, especially in such a sensitive era. Right. Because everybody like that when when you get offended by somebody that everybody automatically wants to just shift like, "Oh, I don't fuck with you." Right. Like it doesn't have to be like that. Like people, you can disagree with somebody and still just be able to listen to them or enjoy something they put out and just be respectful of of an art form just and be like, "Oh yeah, you can even preface anything with Oh yeah, I don't fuck with this person, but wow, did you hear what so and so did on this record, or did you see this painting that so and so did, even though they did that? Like, right? It's it's totally separate, and people just are cornballs. Cornballs. Soft. So this the next one relates to Kanye Steel. So over or under twelve songs on Yandi. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say under. Yeah, because, like, honestly, 12 would be almost the number I put out as, honestly, like, the max. I would bet more, like, to a 10. Right, like, a graduation like, length, which... Uh, graduation might be 12, actually. I'm thinking, like, 10, too. Yeah. Because they obsessed with these short albums nowadays. 
It'll be somewhere. It'll be somewhere between yay and graduation length, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with under. Like, yeah, under for sure. Ten or eleven. Twelve is definitely the max. Twelve would almost be the number I just threw out out of my ass. Um, yeah. But I, I wish it would be fifteen. I wish it would be fifteen, but I don't see it. I just. I just want Ye to be in his bag. And I mean, I think it'll be interesting. He went to fucking Africa to finish it and shit. He came, he briefly left social media, but he came back quickly. Um, and I mean, now we're almost in November. We're almost into the month where it's coming. Um, so I'm sure he'll start, grab, he'll grab our attention one way or another coming uh, as we build closer and closer to it. He'll say some crazy shit or something. I would really like him to drop some singles though. Right. To be honest, just do a real... I'd like to do a traditional album rollout of sorts. Doesn't really exist with Kanye. That's what I was about to say. I don't, don't hold your breath with Kanye West. <laughs> so, uh, next fucking topic. Fucking, so, over or under, 25 inches of snow all winter. And we're in Indiana. Under. Mm. Under. Under. That's optimism. Because I fucking hate with snow. Um, Twenty five inches. That that's. I mean that last year we did that. Last year wasn't of snow. Sh- last year wasn't shit for snow. That's about two inches of snow for, what fourteen days, with an extra day inch of snow. Hmm. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I go with under. Because twenty five inches. I also feel think- like that's a lot of snow. There is also the chance that we'd get hammered this year, though, because our summer kind of drug out for so long. Type yeah, shit. I definitely have heard reports that this is going to be a bad winter, too. So I'm hoping it's not because I fucking hate driving in the snow. I hate all that bullshit. I mean, I can take like. Although I drive early in the morning, so it won't really be that much of a problem. We do. I can do brutal cold. Like I can deal with coldness. Right. But like when the snow comes and the ice storm type shit, like right, that shit just annoying. annoying Nobody knows I hate the drink. ice. No, yeah, I, I really shit. hate the shit because motherfuckers drop like bitches. I hate when it rains. I hate when it snows. All that shit because motherfuckers drop like bitches. Understand you got to drive a little slower, but you don't have to drive 15 miles an hour. God damn, bitch. It's just some fucking water. I can get in the fucking uh, ice. But in the rain? But right, rain, man. Come on, man. You're fucking, you got a new ass car. See if you want a fucking old ass car, janky ass tires or something. Bitch, you want a motherfucking... 2016 GMC terrain, bitch. You better fucking put your foot on the fucking gas and go. God damn, that shit. I hate slow motherfuckers, man. If you follow Don on Snap, you can see this shit right. live. Follow me on Snap at Fuckboy Don. Ah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, Undertaker. Undertaker. You know I have my little rants on there. Yeah. Know, he hasn't in a while. He's been tame. Right. He's been... It's a whole new Don. <laughs> <laughs> so the fucking next one, uh, over or under, Lakers make it to the Western Conference semifinals. So that'd be the second round. Over. Over? So you think they're going to make it to the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm, I do. I just, I, do, I said, I think I said this shit last year at some point. I just, I can never bet against LeBron. And he's just... He's just starting to get into his comfort zone now. He had this triple double. He had his twenty eight point game. Right. Um, Lonzo's honestly doesn't look, but like people don't look bad at all. Right. Um, they just got to find a way, and and LeBron's got to be able to get into coach mode. Honestly, he's got to figure out where everybody needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. 
So and that's and it's crazy. I was saying like Ty Lue and fucking who was LeBron's coach uh before fuck he had uh what's that fuck it Mike Brown and now he has fucking uh Lou Walton. I said he always has some like weak ass coaches yeah. that he really just is really the coach. Like Lou Walton ain't doing fucking shit. We know Lou Walton is letting fucking LeBron do whatever the fuck he wants. Say because like why wouldn't you also like it'd be it, you'd be hard pressed to find a coach. That has a basketball mind that works much better than LeBron's, to be honest with you. Who? He fucking... Oh, Spolstra. I'll give it to him. Spolstra (laughs) is a little... It's kind of good. Yeah, now Spolstra could coach. Right. For sure. Because he was was there and having some success before. Right. But then, I mean... But, I mean, no matter what, when you have a player like LeBron, like, he just can't help it. Because, like, also so much of what's going on is revolved around them that... Sorry. And, like, the dude's just really smart when it comes to basketball. Right. So, yeah, I'm but going. I, yeah, I think they'll make it there. I, I mean, they can't. I don't think they can beat the Warriors by any means. So. So, I'm going under on the Western Conference semifinals. Because if I think they may make it to the second round, but I think they'll lose in the second round if they make it to the second round. So, I'm not going over. So, I'm going to go under. And, shit, they could fuck around and lose in this. Uh, <clears throat> they could fuck around losing the first round. Cause if they get like what, if they get a fucking, hey, I'm I'm projecting them around like five or six. So if they get the five or six seed, they still gonna have to play. If they get the five seed, they gonna have to play what the four. If they get the six seed, they gonna have to play three. So I mean, they could fuck around and lose in the first round. You're not wrong, cause the West is the right. West is got some got some heat to it. For right. Sure. So I'm going under with that one. So, fucking next fucking segment. We've had this segment on here before. I don't know if we had it on here, but I've had it on fucking Ron Rational for sure. No, I think we've had it on here. We've had it on here for sure. But this next segment is called That's Racist. <laughs> so, I just got a couple stories, man. I fucking uh, work downtown, man. And uh, there's <laughs> there's this fucking Asian dude. So, I work at the fucking jail. He got his ass uh, pulled out a block. And so I, I'm not a fucking CEO or nothing. I just be sitting there like fucking on the computer, popping doors and shit, opening up shit, telling the motherfuckers what to do. So I was just sitting there and this fucking uh, Asian dude gets fucking pulled out the fucking block <laughs> and he gets pulled, put in this holding cell that's right like next to me. This motherfucker's like acting all like high and shit, but he's fucking talking. He was like, uh, hey man, can y'all fucking uh, <laughs> go in there and make sure my fucking door's locked? And they were like, uh, what? And he's like, yeah, man, uh, there's a lot of black people in there. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, there's a lot of black people in there. Can I go in there and make sure my door is locked? And we were like, <laughs> and this uh, white deputy, uh, my dude's son, he was like, what? So uh, just because he's, uh, <laughs> just because there's black people in there, you think they're going to steal your shit? And the dude was like, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah, racist. Like, what sure. the fuck? That's like, wild. Just because they black, you think they're going to steal your shit? And it's crazy because there's a lot of motherfucking white people in there for theft. There's a lot of people, black people in there for theft. Like, all types of people steal. So for this motherfucker to think just because people are black, they're going to steal the shit. I assume he's in there for some sort of poor driving offense then. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Right. I, I forget what the fuck he was in there for. <clears throat> it might have been <clears throat> domestic violence. He's was, using kung fu right, there's on lot, his woman. <laughs> you know, a lot of them Asian motherfuckers, they hit their wives and shit. Not like karate, man. Right. 
Oh, so I had another story. There's this, <laughs> there's this other dude. So I work on the fucking like admin floor and mental health floor. So this fucking floor would be wild. And uh, <laughs> admin is like uh, fucking people that are put in there for their own protection or because they like high profile cases or whatever. So like they're in there for murder or maybe like child pornography. There's motherfuckers in there, child molestation, whatever. They can't put them in GP. Cause somebody might fuck them up or will fuck them up. or they might have like a hit on their head whatever so that's the floor that i work on and so there's <laughs> and i work with mental health the mental health blocks too so this motherfucking dude gets pulled out of mental health and this motherfucker is crazy man he got his fucking eye poked out while at the jail so this motherfucker is crazy as fuck so he gets pulled out the fucking block and he gets put in the holding cell next to me and he's like talking all this shit and he was like uh what the fuck does this <laughs> motherfucker say he said, no, you can't touch me. He said, no, you guys want to kill me. <laughs> you guys want to kill me because I'm black. <laughs> you guys white, you guys want to kill me. I'm like, that's racist. <laughs> like, motherfucking, this goes to the fucking, I've heard people be like, you can't be racist if you're black. And that's just like, no, that's not true. This motherfucking thing, just because somebody's fucking white, they want to kill him. And it's like, that ain't it. Right, it's like, just like, that's racist too, man. Like, black people can be racist. So that's just another that's racist story. And I got a pl- I got a lot more. I'm gonna have to think of them, <laughs> and I'll bring them up every episode. Try to get this, keep this segment going. I feel like I had one more segment. Oh, <laughs> segment real shit, real spit. And I was trying to decide if I really wanted to get in and tell the fucking story, but I'm not gonna tell the story. But anyway, but just. <laughs> Just want to say, man, nah, fuck it. I'll tell the story, man. Fuck it. It's no fucking no filter. No fucking filter. I ain't no bitch. And <laughs> probably the bitch that, anyway, she probably ain't listening to this. So, man, so fucking, I told you this story before. I told you like last, oh, last I... week or a week or two ago. But fucking, just preface the story, man. Be careful, man. So, I was uh, fucking with this chick, man. And uh, <laughs> she came over, right? So, we over here, we chilling, blah, blah, blah. Just like, I'm chilling with her a couple times, whatever. So we chilling. And, you know, we doing what it do. Fucking about to, we in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. Doing whatever. Undertaker. Undertaker. (laughs) So we doing whatever. And this bitch stops me. And you would not fucking believe what this bitch tells me. (laughs) Suspense. This bitch tells me. This bitch. <laughs> this bitch tells me that she has herpes, bruh. <laughs> the herpes. Herpes, bruh. That's no good. <laughs> so I'm like, what? I'm like, I was like, what you doing here? Then? I'm like, are you? I'm like, you fucking around? You playing? She's like, no, I wouldn't joke around about that. I'm like, me. Like, what the fuck? So I that just <laughs> that stopped me in my tracks, motherfucker. I was fucking froze for a minute. I, didn't really know what the fuck to say, what the fuck to do. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> what you trying to watch on TV? Right, like, I'm like, what's <laughs> up? So I don't even really. So she was. And then this crazy thing about it. She was talking to me like. So I guess she was on her fucking period. But she was talking to me like if she wasn't on her period, we could fuck. I'm like, what are you talking about? I would never, ever fuck. You have herpes. What are you talking about? No, thank you. That's for life. I would never ever fuck you. So it's like, what the fuck? And I people they say you can fucking fuck somebody with herpes that they don't have the uh, if they're not on an outbreak or whatever. And I'm like, 
I don't believe that because... How'd you get it then? Right. So you was fucking them when they had an outbreak? No, you was fucking them when they didn't have an outbreak and you got herpes. Unless you was just fucking nasty because when somebody has an outbreak, you can, I guess you can tell when they have an outbreak because it's an outbreak. So you was fucking somebody when they had an outbreak or you, you fucking them when they didn't have an outbreak and you got it. Either way, you a nasty motherfucker if you fuck somebody with herpes knowingly. And this one dude fucking told me that uh, he fucked a bitch with herpes with a condom, and she didn't tell him until after. I'm like, what? Like, I would have killed that bitch. So it's just like, man, be careful, man. Because, like, what if she had not told me, man? You know what I'm saying? I was going to strap up. But still, even fucking, like, what if she had not told me, man? You know what I'm saying? So be careful, man. She might have been crawling with herpes. Right, man. Be careful, man. Be careful, man. People be dirty out here. Be dirty, man. So fucking, I had another uh, section, I mean another segment, but that's going to be at the fucking end. So we fucking jump into the fucking music breakdown. So the fucking uh, first album we're going to do is what? Fabulous and Jadakiss? Yeah. What is that album called? Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Or so, Friday on Elm Street. Right, Sorry. Friday. So it was like uh, Fabulous is Freddy. What's his? Uh, Jadakiss is Jason. Right. This whole fucking shit is. Uh, it was released at like Halloween last year. Or actually, it was November last year. Okay. They missed the Halloween. Cause so it's... That's just what the timeline was, I guess. They've been talking about this album for a while, or they had been. And then it finally came out. And to be honest with you, yeah. Like, I didn't really fucking know who they were because, like, Fab and Jada were kind of definitely, I mean, before my time of when I got into hip-hop and then they hadn't, yeah, Fab like, dro- dropped a lot. And so then when I heard this, um, like, number one, I loved this. I loved this album. Like, I I just think they, they did a good job, especially, honestly, Jada did a great job embodying the, the grimy-ass character, like, throughout most of it. Um, and Jada's voice is really great for for that kind of rap honestly he's just got that grizzly voice um but man both of these dudes really um really surprised me with just like they're hard and like fab is hard like i went back and listened to some old fab for sure some jada kiss as well but really fab as far as just like the bars really were sticking out to me and man he can rap oh yeah fab is cold uh <clears throat> only thing i really i really heard it's like a criticism is like uh, people be like they can't really like uh, take him like seriously because he got like a little a lot of like punchline bars and like uh, I love they say shit. he has like a lot of pop culture references. That's what I've heard like that people don't like that. That's, this is some stuff that I heard. So we go ahead and uh, jump right into this shit, man. First song on this motherfucker was F first J intro. And that's fucking... Freddy first, Jason. Puts you into the, uh, the intro. Right. So obviously has a fucking scary vibe to it. Yeah, I love this. Only thing, I, I hate fucking intros that fucking take so long to get to the fucking rapping. That's the only thing I don't like. Like, I get it's the intro, but like... I get it. They putting you in the mood. But, uh, yeah, just get to it. Like, cause you got it, right? Right when it all started and this whispering starts. But then this beat, I like this beat, honestly. 
right this beat like i said definitely introduces a little scary vibe kind of got that little halloween type feel to it for sure and this beat produced by what dj ted smooth never really heard of him but the beat code regardless and uh, he started off with a great line that all the Nino Browns done turned Pookie out here. If you know New Jack City, uh, Nino Brown is the crack dealer and Pookie is the crackhead. Right. That's my fucking uh, favorite gangster movie of all time, man. Uh, New Jack City. If you haven't seen that movie, you need to check it out. But yeah, like each of these one in this fucking song, it was each rapping from like the, their characters. So he's Fab is obviously Freddy, fucking Jadik is obviously Jason. So he's like rapping from like the mindset of each character. And each of them had like references from like Freddy movies, Fab and uh, Jadik had references to fucking uh, Jason movies. So it was, it was definitely a good theme. And the fucking, there's a beat change in here that's fucking dumb. Before, uh, when it goes to Jada Kiss's verse. I lean. Swerve. It's been 10 years and you the same. Swerve, hey. That's hard right there. Gone. I'm sleeping on. This verse right here be your worst nightmare. Hey. Right here, the fucking beat change. And Jada just comes in grimy as a motherfucker on this, honestly. Jada came in, he, and I actually fucked with Jada's verse more than fucking Fab's verse on here. And I damn near, like, I fuck with Jada Kiss. Like, I don't listen to Jada Kiss like that, but I've always fucked with Jada Kiss. Like, I've never, never heard anything weak from him at all. And like, that's a great reference. You at full speed, I'm walking, I still catch you, because I get you familiar with the Michael Myers movies, like, everyone be running like crazy, and he just right. like walking and just like, yo, what up? Right. <laughs> like, that shit funny as hell. Right, that's why I say like, he used references from all the film. I mean, from films for each of them. They stayed in like, character. He had a cold bar here. Brothers get hot I make, and make the news. I make the news hot. Talking about he just killed people. That shit. It's hot. That shit. With and fucking, the scripts. And Jadakiss' voice, he got that, like like you said, grimy, grimy voice that it fucking matches like the whole fucking beat theme of this whole fucking album. Dismantle your face. Is he talking about Camp Crystal? That's fucking Friday thing. Three bodies in one night. That's a hat trick. That's a backflip. Yeah. Bars. Ooh. I think it was the machete line. Perfectly. Choice is the machete bars. Yeah, like I think on this one, Jadakiss not only had just the more more bars, but like he just embodied the character so right. perfectly. Yeah, um, definitely more. I definitely did notice that more than fabulous. Uh, like, cause this dude, he just talked his whole verse about killing in different ways. He's gonna do it and crush your Adam's apple and the vice grips. Like that's that's crazy. That's vivid. Like that shit's crazy. Right. So this next song is called Stand Up, and it's fucking produced by what? Reezy Renegade has Future on it. Sounds like a future song. Right, it definitely sounds like a future song. The crazy thing, it sounds like an old future song to me. That's the thing, like, I don't really care for this hook at all. Like, it sounds like an old fucking, like, 2012 future song. Like, sounds like it could be on that fucking Pluto album or whatever the fuck. Like, I just didn't really, I didn't particularly care for this song. I like the beat. Um, 
and I really I like the verses, but not like the the hook just the hook just sounds like generic. Yeah, it's hella generic. Like it's just like, an old fucking it sound like an old fucking future hook, man. Like I didn't fuck with it. But this song, and like obviously an anthem for the real niggas. Like with two OGs and like Future being one of the top at like his style of rap in the game, like they didn't have to. I don't know. It's just, it's just not one of a hook that I need from them. Well, I was definitely expecting. A, I was expecting a better hook with Future on it, because I mean Future is supposed to be one of the king of hooks, and this hook was half ass. Might have been a throwaway song from fucking Future. Who knows? Cause I mean that shit happens But yeah like this song they fucking rapping about the shit real niggas do I mean it's fucking kind of self-explanatory I don't really think uh, Fabulous had any bars that really stuck out to me I think Jadakiss, I know Jadakiss did though Fab said one thing that's cool is, uh, That said uh, ask, People run up on me ask me if I know something Looking them in the eyes and said if I knew something I wouldn't know nothing That's hard We can Anybody who does any kind of illegal shit can understand that activity that like or that reference that if, if something happens and somebody comes asking, you don't know shit. Right. Nobody ever knows shit. Like that's just self explanatory. But it's a it's a it's a well written bar. Right. Jada kid definitely has some bars on here. Come in this motherfucker hot. Come motherfucker hot. Yeah. I think it's a key. I look like being thirsty. When water is free. Bars. That's hard. And that's that's, that's that's fucking bars, man. Why I look like being thirsty when water is free, man. And that could mean so many different things, man. Mm. Oh, that was hard. Benches, trenches, benzes, senseless. He had another cold bar in here. What, did he already say it? Uh. Right there, he said, I do the safe. You rather do the mall. Nigga saying he'd rather save his money. you rather go out and spend your money on some dumb shit. That shit cold. Hey. So I fucked with this song. Like, I didn't fuck with the hook, but I did. I definitely fucked with Jada Kiss's verse. And that's why I feel like it's coming out. I fuck first song, fuck with Jada Kiss's verse more. Second song, fuck with Jada Kiss's verse more. I li- and I like how it's the the, the Freddie versus Jason thing. How like they get e- they give each other, they get they both have equal parts on the song, so that you kind of have to be like, oh well, who do you think got that song? Who do you think who do you right. think got the better of him on that song? Like right. And I really fuck with this uh, next song for sure. So the next song's fucking uh, theme music. It's got the producer written all over it. Right. Okay. Swiss beats. I mean, he he talks on it too, so you know. But like, as soon as you hear this beat, like, right, you know. Definitely got that fucking. Definitely got that fucking laid back sound. It reminds me of a fucking like seventies. Uh, what's it called? Black exploitation film, like fucking like uh, Superfly or fucking uh, what's that fucking uh, fun movie with uh, Prince. Not Prince, but fucking, uh, fuck, what's that nigga name? Fuck. There's fucking hella fucking black exploitation films, but it's like Superfly is one of the biggest ones. Uh, fuck, I should Google some more. But anyway, that's what it reminds me of, like, that old school 70s feel, like, just gangster fucking pimp fucking movies. There's hella movies like that out there. Shit, I can't think of what the name of the fucking movie is. Mm. But nah, fucking this this vibe of this whole beat was definitely that, smooth as fuck. Fab on this third third verse really started spitting. I mean, he said they want to front till you jump in the back. They they front until they see you whipping a Maybach is what that is. Shawty named Rosa jump in the back. Rosa Parks. Uh, 
And then later he says, Swish, my jumper is back, playing on Swizz. And he just, like, he just, they both just really start flowing at this point. And I fucked with, I fucked with the back and forth. Like, Definitely. I, I always fuck with songs. I always like, fuck with that. I always fuck with songs that go back and forth. They do, like, eight bars back and forth. And, like, it's really, especially when you have somebody like Jada, and then Fab has way more of a smooth voice, and then Jada has that grizzly voice, like, just the way it bounces back and forth in your ear and like Jada to me just every time Jada starts rapping like he's got one of those voices that like you feel like you gotta listen right and it's just so that's fucking that's a good presence <laughs> you don't get that from a lot of a lot of artists they don't demand demand that you listen to them I get that fucking Jada definitely does but now this fucking outro Fucking Swiss Beats talking this fucking shit. I always know Swiss Beats don't hop on a fucking track, talk some shit. That's what he does, bruh. What, what he does best. I'm gonna go ahead and switch that going. Next song, fucking called Ground Up. And this song, fucking produced by Grade A. Yeah, this song produced by Grade A. And so this song, self-explanatory, talking about building the whole empire or whatever from the ground up. And there were some, definitely some bars in here that stuck out to me. Definitely. I think this might have so far was one of my favorite songs. When I listened, I listened to this boy like two times. I think it was like two times. Mm. I always like to listen to it once without like taking notes or anything just to get a vibe feel it then I always like take notes and shit on the second listen but uh hold on did they already say the bar that I fucked with probably he's been spit no you about to say it cause you niggas get set straight increase the death rate it's less hate bars and this one he said crooked niggas get set straight that shit Cold nigga, like crooked niggas, niggas that scheming, niggas over here trying to take money off top, whatever we saying, we fucking set them straight. And that kind of goes in. There's another song on here where they fucking, that's what they fucking talking about the whole song. Talking about nigga, you fucking. And brought Crystal Lake up again. Right. So, and that's, that's fucking Jada, like you said earlier, he definitely stayed in character way more on this album than Fabulous did. And that just shows. Yeah, because he even said that old old boy Kiss is a bastard. You gotta see him. He giving out free caskets and mausoleum. That's hard. Right. Now we got here with Pong. Uh, from the mud. That's how you foundation. That that's to be found. Hey, face down, ass up. That's how you found. Our fucking uh, Dedicus had a cold bar. He said, uh, "Impossible for me to get full off your pay- off your plate, bro." Yeah, that shit was cold. Saying like, nigga, you. You're not making enough for me. There's nothing, nothing that you could do. I could never be satisfied with what you're doing. That shit cold. Bars are still flaming, never die down flows. And I know some fire hoes that slide down poles. I feel like Fab definitely did a better job on this fucking, on this song. But I still fuck with Jada verse more. I just, I don't know. I just feel like Jada did his thing on here. See, I like this though. 
actually for a job, but they used to be hiring. You know, used tiring. It used to inspire us. Seeing ground up like cookies. Which is an Empire reference. It's a well-written bar. I really like that one. You fuck with Empire too, don't you? Yeah, so I, I do. Fuck Empire. Is that what you're gonna say? Nah, but fuck Empire. Nah, I never really, I never really got into it. I don't really fuck. And this is. And you fuck with the music on there. That's why I never got into and, it. And see, it, it's it's with. fell off on me for sure. But there, there's some some of the like more R&B type shit is decent. Yeah. Um, but, I never, but there's some definite corny songs. I never fuck with shows or like music and shit. Like I, I hate that shit. I be like, fuck. I want to watch this shit. I guess if it was good, but I don't really fuck with the songs. I guess, it, guess if it was good songs, I would fuck with it. But I don't really be fucking with the songs. So this, maybe, uh, maybe I'll bring an Empire album. Fuck that. <laughs> so the next fucking song is called Soul Food, and it's produced by uh, Seasick. And this is, obviously has a fucking soulful feel to it. And uh, uh, the fucking theme of this fucking like, song, most likely, because it's called Soul Food, most likely came from the movie Soul Food. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't. So that fucking movie is about fucking like a, a family and like their trials and tribulations and they like fucking like meet on like every like Sunday for a big family meal. And then like uh, the grandma that like kept it all together, I feel like she like, she like dies or something. It's been a long time since I've seen it. She like dies and they're going through like trials and tribulations. And then like the movie ends, they end up like, they like fell off doing the dinners and then they end up coming back all having like a dinner. And like it's like a like a family that divorces in there, but they end up coming back at the dinner too. Like they don't get back together, but they kind of like just hash things out. Everything like comes comes to be okay at the end when they all get to dinner and everything. It's like an old black film, and like you got fucking like uh, Vanessa Williams and like uh, what's that bitch from uh, from Friday? Fuck! Uh, God damn, everybody fuck with her. Nia Long. Got Neil Long in it, and uh, it's got a couple other like famous like black actors. So yeah, that's probably where the fucking theme of the song came on. Fucking rambling. Yeah, this this guy said some crazy shit right here. Fab said, "I'm too old to kid you. I gotta adult you. Listen, the shit is getting out of hand." Like fumbles in football. I humbly put y'all in y'all fucking place. That's my OCD. That's hard. Uh, I give a bitch a little bit, but it's mostly D. Like the humbly put y'all in y'all fucking place. That's OCD. That's hard. And saying shit is getting out of hand. Like fumbles. That shit's dope. Like that's just interesting writing. Right, and he had a bar too, Fab. I, I was talking over it, but he said uh, as he ended his verse, he said, "Find what you bring to the table and pull up." A chair, like that shit, cold. He's saying, like you can't eat with us if you're not bringing shit to the table, and that's like that's good business shit. Like you can't just have every nigga might be your friend or shit, but if they're not doing nothing for you, they're not providing for the business. They're just not gonna be eating with me, not gonna be eating off me. So that's just that was a cold bar. Makes you gotta bring something to the table if you wanna sit with us, you wanna eat with us. That shit called big business. You don't know nothing about that, boy. Last supper here. So I definitely actually. So this was the first verse. I mean, first song that I actually fuck with Fab's yeah. verse more. Definitely. Yeah, because now Fab Fab damn near went off on this song. Right. And I mean, Jada's part was it was nice. By by no means was it a bad bad Jada verse. Right. But Fab Fab really finally stepped up and got in a bag and like on this one I feel. Right. So shit is still like four to one. <laughs> yeah, you better keep coming with it, Fab. Right. So the next song is called Principles. 
principles. Principles. Is what's crazy is this song actually sounds just like uh, one of the artists on Empire, honestly. It damn near does. Jamal. The gay one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shot in the streets. And like the content sounds like Empire content because they're very uh, politically charged a lot of times. Right. Shit. So right, yeah, this song uh, is called Principles about if uh, they if they fuck someone up. For fucking them over or whatever they like it's not because you stole the money from me it's about the principle i love this range dude's vocals though right he fucking is that jamal dude isn't he really gay in real life i think so but i forget honestly because i've looked that up before i feel like it would just make the most sense to yeah that is I don't know, man. They be trying to make fucking straight niggas that gay and shit all the time. They pushing that agenda, man. That almost seems like disrespectful, honestly. They be pushing that agenda, man. But uh, back yeah. to the wall, your man was on the Wizards. Nah. Right. So this motherfucker, like we said, is about fucking boys up and like principles, man. They fuck boys up. Cause if I mean, if, if boys out in the street just know they can fuck you over, they can steal from you. You gonna be an easy mark, motherfuckers. Either not gonna fuck with you. Are they gonna just keep trying to fuck you over? So you gotta fucking make an example out of niggas at some point. Might be sad, but it's what you gotta do. And I actually, I remember I fucked with Jadakiss' verse more. That's why I was damn near talking over Fab shit. Cause I fucked with Jada's verse. Cause it's just, this is a good time about fucking people up. This is the kind of voice you want to hear. Right. And I did fuck with, I definitely fucked with this hook. It was a good hook. You can't help them. Place where you ain't welcome. Reliable source. Who you getting your intel from? Bars. Like, Jadakiss, he just always had the bars, man. Like, like I said, I never really heard a weak song from him. Weak verse. But I've heard songs from Fabulous where I'm like, mm. Chief, Chief called. He said it's not the one. <laughs> so I've definitely had those at fucking Fab. I never really had those with Jada. But actually, I'm, but the crazy thing is, I've listened to more Fab than I have Jada. So that may be why. You know what I mean? If you listen to somebody more, they're more likely to have some misses. True. That is true. Because I mean, when you dig through all of it, right. you're going to be like, nah. Right. Nah. Right, because I mean, every song can't be a hit. Some people don't like it, some people not. But like, this is definitely a cold ass fucking hook. This wasn't one of my favorite songs on this album by any means. That's why I definitely. Now, it's a great hook. Right. Decent verse from both of them, but. Wasn't nothing to write home about. So the next song called Fucking Talk About It. And I thought it was kind of funny. There's a song called Talk About It. Then, like, in the next fucking verse, I mean, next song, they say. We don't talk about it. it. Was like, damn, you just had a song called "Talk About It." This song is just more of a, a like a woke song type shit. Um, has a purpose behind it. Talk about the uh, unjust treatment of black people. Right, it's fucking like an open, kind of like an open letter, kind of like there's giving their thoughts on society. And this fucking vocals from Tiana Taylor. And I never really like listened to Tiana that much, so this was some. A good little intro for me for her. She definitely has some good vocals. Yeah. And this beat was produced by And Molly. she's fine as hell. She's alright. She's uh, produced by Molly the Martian, Kids Exclusive, and uh, Mark Henry. And it's funny, you say she's fine as hell. Um, we had, I think. Uh, you said she's alright. She's alright. But I think, I feel like a lot of. I don't know what it is, bro, but like I feel like a lot of people, like they're just. 
attracted to like the opposite. Like, I feel like I, there's a lot of white guys that think black girls look good, and there's a lot of black guys that think white guys look good, and there's a lot of like people are just attracted to like the opposite race. Now, obviously, there's black people that date black people. Yeah, but I, mean, I definitely I feel like, hear what you mean. Or maybe not attracted, but like infatuated. Or, yeah, that's definitely a good way to put it. Right, infatuated with the with a different race, like it might be Asian or fucking whatever it may be. I'm intrigued by all races. <laughs> I've just had my fair share of white girls. So, I'm <laughs> I said, I, I, I need my fair share. Pass them over. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you moved to Warsaw. They're plentiful. <laughs> but this, uh, oh, it's funny. We fucking saying, uh, somebody was like, a six, a six chicken Cali would be a fucking 10 in Indy. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I pretty much agree with that too. That makes there's sense. always different scales. In the Midwest, I feel like it's just on the lowest scale. <laughs> right, always different scales. But now nah, this song, talking about it's definitely not a song you expect from Fab or Jada. Nah, like at all. And fucking before I even for the Fab verse, like when I fucking just heard the fucking uh, Jada song and I, I mean Jada verse, and I was like listening to the song and just figuring out what the like theme of the song was. I, I was expecting a fucking Colin Kaepernick line, and of course I fucking got it. That shit becoming cliche to me now. I just want to say that shit. Like I was expecting it and I fucking got it and I didn't like that. Like cliche at this point. Uh, but he said some dope shit though. People skip on the front. Uh, he said we need a one-on-one before it goes gun on gun. People skip the front page till they see they son on one. That's hard. Uh, now it's too late to talk. The topic has changed. The, they shooting at black targets like these cops at a range. That's hard. That is fucking hard. That's just well written. And that that line code though. He said Kerr got the credit. Forgot about Mark Jackson. And I feel that man. Like Kerr got the credit, but that was Mark Jackson's team, man. Like he made that team. Only reason Mark Jackson even got fired is because management didn't like him because he was fucking on some bullshit, like too religious and shit. I guess that he was on some fried shit. But like that was Mark Jackson's team, man. And that was a cold bar. Yeah, I mean this. I think. I think you take out that Kaepernick line. Fab's version is pretty crazy on that. That, that cliche song. line. Yeah. Um, but I also understand why it had to be brought up because right. like Ka- Kaepernick get, does get disrespected for that shit and whatnot. And like th- that he what he's kneeling for is exactly what this song is about too. So I definitely see what I feel like in this song it makes a lot of sense to use it. The real problem is that everybody else has abused it so much and stuck right. it in. Like Big Sean sticking in his Big Bank verse. Right. All cap, y'all, n- cap or Nick. Like, stop. Like, when it make, when it's a song like this, right, makes this is sense. perfect. Right. But, like, when all the other motherfuckers just, just throw it for no around. reason because yeah. it's clever. Like, nah, save it for when it counts. For when what this dude is standing up for and is now being victimized for standing up for is what the song's about. This is perfect, but y'all made it seem corny because y'all other motherfuckers have said Kaepernick's name 8,000 times now. Right. Don't get it wrong, the dude deserves his credit and his shout out, but just make it relevant. Right. So this next song is called All About It. It's got fucking French Montana on it. Produced by uh, Ben Billions and Shife. 
And actually, I fucked with this hook. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm I fucked with French Montana and hooks a lot of times. Yeah, I'm, I was gonna say, I'm glad they didn't give him a verse, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with, you know, so you don't fuck with French Montana. I mean, it's not like that. Yeah. Probably not with against these two. Not against these. Yeah. Like, rapping next to Jada and Fab yeah. would not be good for French, I don't think. Right. So, yeah, this song about eventually, you're not telling us nothing new. We know all about it. Yo, ad libs are hilarious on this song. Right. Yeah. Hey, Leticus always had good ad libs. Murray. Like, he definitely, like we said, his voice definitely just fits the whole fucking theme. This beat hits, too. I like this beat. Yeah, I, I fucked with the song. Like I said, I fucked with the hook. I fucked with the verses. And the fucking song talking about I can't fucking trust niggas. Death is waiting. You know that shit. Feel the hate and humility. And he's flowing. Right. And he switched it up like this is like his second or third flow. I'm trying to figure out if he started saying my bar was a fat bitch. Believe me, I know. Yeah. Did they already say there's a fucking line? What the fuck is it? Already know all about it. Fuck, where is this goddamn line? Maybe it was Fabulous that said it. I love the way Fab comes in on his verse. Like, he just sounds like excited, damn it. He's like yelling a little bit. They say one thing, but they do the other. <laughs> Team, but the other, I know all, all about, about it. it. Hey, actions speak louder than words. We don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he won this song on a verse, better verse. In the barrel, hate to see you crawling out it. Fuck it though. Keep my my hand in bucket low. Everywhere I go, gotta tuck it though. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Fabulous said this shit. Romance my shit. That was the line that I fucked with. He said, "Won't let the uh, fake love romance my shit." So yeah, Fab, def- Fab definitely bodied this. What? I literally just got that for the first time. He said, "Me mine up front, advance my shit, or get three in your hat. Don't chance that shit." I don't know why it took so long for me to get chance with his three hats. Yeah. But reading that right there was the he first said, time that just clicked to me. You heard, you heard that live, ladies. That and gentlemen. was. I had ne- I guess I never read those lyrics while I ah oh, that was crazy. That's a fucking bar. That's creative. Right, so fucking he definitely won that song for the better verse. For Them sure. sticks crack, not kick cacks. We click clack, not chit chat. No six pack. A got a big gat in the six black. That's crazy. His verse is yeah. Nah, he knocked. He damn near hit him with a couple different haymakers on that song. That shit was crazy. That verse is wild. Alright, so this next fucking song called I Pray. I like the chorus. Right, and it's fucking Swiss Beats voice was perfect for it. Produced by what Adrian Young, Marvino Beats, and Sean C and L V. Goddamn hella producers on the motherfucker. So rare to hear Swiss on a song he didn't produce. Right, yeah, I was thinking that too. I was almost like assumed it's produced. But like it's Swiss. also crazy because his voice sounds perfect for this hook, to be honest, in my opinion. Right. I don't know why, but I've just always been like, yeah, this is it. Right. So this song's about niggas praying for the downfall, wanting them to fail. But they saying we still gonna get ours regardless, so that shit don't even matter. I'm from the ghetto, from the ghetto where they fall. 
And they definitely have some cold bars on here. And Fab definitely, uh, what's the bars about to come up? Leveling up. Leveling up. What's up? Bless your food around here. Niggas hate that. That line called the meaning said, can't even bless your food around here. Niggas hate that. I just feel like he's talking about society and talking about how they don't want you talking about God and their shit nowadays and try to keep that shit on the low low. Indy Indy followed it up when he said you can't close your eyes and bow your head, get your plate snatched. Right. Talking about you you take your guard down for a second where they trying to pray. Yeah, exactly. Niggas grimy, they still you trying to pray and let your food. Yeah, that's crazy. Take your shit from you. That's hard. Hard. That is hard. And he always had that good wordplay. That's why I fuck with Fab. I think he, I think I fucked with him more on this verse too. I mean, on this song too. Yeah, no, I think they both kill it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he said some crazy shit. Right. Right up at the beginning, even. And then Jada Kiss. I fucked with Jada Kiss's verse. I felt like his was more of a theme of talking about uh, niggas in the game wishing for your downfall, even like your friends. That's crazy. And I like this post chorus how it broke down a little bit too. <laughs> Always got that Jada Kiss laugh. Come around with the time and need. I mean, ooh. I'm trying to feed. I'm dying to leave. And see, that's what I'm talking about. So niggas come around in a in a time of greed. Talking about niggas always come around. They want some shit. And I feel like that's what I said. I feel like he's talking about more like your friends, motherfuckers. Try to act like they your friends. You get on and shit. Just want to be around so they can't eat off you. Then when shit goes down, where them niggas at? But yeah, I definitely fuck with Fab's verse more on this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Shovel. This verse is cold though. Can't lie. That that's song that song's uh, kind of tough in my opinion. Right, that song is cold. It's got a good vibe to it. It kind of remind me of like uh, kind of got like a Kanye. Like a uh, fuck. It almost reminds me a little bit of a song on Watch the Throne. Yeah, yeah. But I can't picture. Which yeah, definitely. That's what I was trying to figure out, like what the vibe was. Like I could definitely hear Kanye on it. Yeah, yeah but like now this is a head bopper right now. Like I'm over here grooving. I've heard this song a thousand times. And it's crazy that this isn't a Swiss song to, or a Swiss beat because it feels like a Swiss beat right. too. It really does. So the next fucking song. Called Ice Picks. And this fucking song produced by what Path Bundy. Yeah. Got Styles P on it. And this song is just just Jada Kiss. And this fucking uh Ice Picks, you know, they used to break up ice and they used to kill people. I think fucking uh Jason. Yeah. Did he use fucking ice pick in one of his movies or some shit? I feel like he definitely yeah, did. Yeah, and it's for uh the Rough Riders ain't our ice pick too. This song was dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. But uh fucking so he had a good did I already miss the bar. Oh, I think I missed the bar. Awesome. 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 Awesome.
Did, he, did I miss the bar? Um, nope. It's in the second, in the second verse. verse. And it's crazy. I, this, I didn't fuck with this hook at first. But as the fucking song progressed, I started fucking with the hook more. And I kind of, I, I don't particularly fuck with Styles P, but I feel like a lot of his verses do that grow on me because he, he fucks with currency. He's on a lot of currency songs. Thing, it just, that just doesn't feel like a hook to me is the problem with it. That's just, a, see, that's a lot of, and I feel like that's a lot of like currency jet life shit and then he be in that type of like, like he fuck with currency and shit. I feel like a lot of their hooks are like uh, unconventional hooks. And that was the bar I fucked with. He said, I associate with the niggas that could have killed you. Talking about, I ain't even got to kill you. But I know niggas that can kill you And I feel like that's big boss shit Like bosses they don't have to lay hands on you They got niggas that'll lay hands on you So that was just a cold ass bar to me And Jada Kid's always rapping some boss shit Like Rick Ross fuck with him Cause he a fucking boss Like bosses recognize bosses Real recognize real bosses recognize bosses man uh, this guy said, best shape of my life, check the endurance. Got the guns in the attic for homeowner's insurance. He owns his home, he want to make sure it's safe and protected. Alright, he got the guns up in the attic. That shit fried. He funny. Alright, so this song was just fucking Jadakiss. And this next song, fucking called Nightmares Ain't Bad. What is it, Nightmares Ain't as Bad? Yeah. And this one was just a fucking fabulous song. And this was produced by Molly the Martian. And this one just, he, he just talking his shit, what his, his Buku, come up, what he been through. Somebody else. But right, yeah, this fucking song, it's definitely a smooth ass song. This is definitely more of a song I would expect from Fabulous rather than Jadakiss, for sure. And then, uh, Jadakiss is time way too abrasive over this beat. Right. And he just said, uh, he said, my dreams and nightmares got the same people in them. That's hard. Right now, I feel like he was saying, like, shit, uh, he goes on and raps. I feel like he's saying, okay, if my dreams happen, came true, shit, is my nightmares gonna come true too? They got the same people in them. So I feel like that was kind of cold. And then, uh, he fucking just talking about how, uh, dreams are more powerful than nightmares and shit. Uh, he, I used to dream about the mansions, now we sleeping in them. My worst nightmares is still the feds sweeping in them. And then a couple bars down, he said, you should be a dream chaser, trying to meet Mill, trying to meet Mill life. Like, that's just off the dream chaser play, that's dope. Wordplay. You make money in your sleep, that's when your sheets feel nice. Make money in your sleep, that's the real tooth fairy. I know your youth, I know the youth hear me, so I speak the truth clearly. Right, Fab always had cold wordplay. Always. Turned out the light scary. He just rides his beat so nice. Yeah. Like the flow is just. Like he, like he said, that last one was a head bobber. This boy got Like, I just bobbers. think this is a kind of inspirational song, too, just for the. Right. Like, just the come up that people are on. Right, yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely inspirational song. Tell you, keep dreaming. And they always say that, like, you gotta visualize law of attraction, all that shit. You gotta see that shit before you can actually achieve it, obtain it. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely a good inspirational, motivational song for sure. And I fucked with the hook. And that was basically like the damn near like the last song. I didn't. They had a fucking uh, what the stand up remix. Yeah, the problem with it is. And I initially thought I was tweaking when this song came on. Cause I was like, this beat sounds familiar than the motherfucker. See, the problem that's also annoying is I hate 
a remix that they just add verses on That's to. what I was just about to say, because I was like, I couldn't like, tell if the Because Jada's and Fabs are exactly the same. Like, and then they put them first still. Like, like, then start the song with Jeezy and Gotti. Right. But, like, I'm not a big Gotti guy for the most part. Right. Um, I like Jeezy. I got hella respect for Jeezy. Right. Um, it's definitely a song that it definitely got the vibe that they would be on. It really just sounds like an old ass fucking this, song. Like this song would. This be sounds like, like it could have been a Jeezy song too. Right. Like, like Jeezy could have been perfect on this hook actually. As right. Well. Like this bitch could have damn near been like a hit in like 2014 or some shit. But the bitch is fucking 2018. Let me just run through the verses real quick and see. And like, and that's crazy you said it because like I was listening, I was like, I couldn't fucking tell if these are the same verses or not because like the first time I, I didn't really fuck with the song, so the first time I, the verses weren't memorable to me. So it's like I was listening to this song, I was like, I don't know if these are the same verses or not. Couldn't really fucking tell. As I was saying, I didn't really fuck with the song. I didn't really fuck with the song the first time through. I definitely really fuck with the remix because I don't. I mean, Jeezy's alright. I used to roast him. I used to not really not fuck with him, be like against him. Cause the first time I heard fucking Jeezy, the motherfucker said, Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Microwave. I said, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? That shit trash bad. So that always just rubbed me the wrong way with Jeezy and I always fucking flamed him. But he got some cool songs, I can't front on him. But I never fuck with Jeezy like that and I definitely don't fuck with Gotti. So it's like... Ho Gotti? Right. I don't fuck with Gotti. I don't even I feel like No matter what Like you just gotta Respect Jeezy You know Right I don't really Did you fuck with this song mm, Not really Cause it gets old Right yeah And Jeezy's verse Is probably like My favorite yeah, Damn near And it's at the end So uh, what? If you had to write This month, this motherfucking album Out of ten what were you? What I, would, you I would go like eight and a half. I played the fuck out of this album when it came out. I really, really enjoyed this album. Yeah. Um. And like, and it's a to me, it's a really easy listen too. Like almost every time I listen to it, all of a sudden I'm at the end and I'm I'm skipping the the remix of Stand Up like, and then it's over. Like it just to me it plays through together really nicely and cohesively. They're both just really talented MCs, and then like I've said, is Jadakiss just has that voice that makes you want to listen, um, and I think it just makes it pass by really easy. I think they they complement each other really well. They have good give and take on a track. It's like an eight and a half for me. Real solid album, and like put me on to both of them a little bit, because um, I'd known of Fab, but I really didn't know of Jada even. And like to me, J- to me, Jada came out on top. Like, right, he definitely did. Uh, he he had the most verses that really grabbed my attention. Don't get it twisted. Fab had that one that he really really snapped on, um, but then uh, like Jada was just consistently going going in and just especially for the concept of what this album was, Jada's voice is just like untouched. Like you'd have had to be DMX on there. <laughs> right. So you so you give it eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. I had to get this motherfucker. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Ooh. And that's being fucking nice. What? That's being... You were over there enjoying every song. That's over there being nice. Like... You were enjoying like album, every track. I mean, shit, 5 out of 10 is, a- is average. So 7 out of 10, that's above average. Heard. So, I mean... That's it, a C minus. It was, it was all right. Like, I mean, like... It didn't, <laughs> it didn't have, like, replay value to me. Like, I'm not going to listen to it. Heard. Again, probably. I'll probably... Like, if somebody else plays it or something, I'm not going to be mad that it's on. I'm not going to be like, turn this shit off. But 
I'm not going to go out my way to listen to this album ever again or anything. It was a cool little album for the couple times I listened to it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have really too much that could have been better besides just, I don't know. It just wasn't for me, I guess. I don't know. Like, it wasn't, the bars was cool, everything. I don't know. It just wasn't, I don't know. It just wasn't it for me. Chief called, man. Said, uh, Chief said, called and said, Don's said, mistaken. This is this, it. He said, this is not it, man. <laughs> so yeah, I get that motherfucking seven out of ten. That's still above average, though. You give it eight and a half out of ten. I fucks with it, right? So the next fucking album I'm about to do is the album I fucking chose. So Chris chose that one, and this I chose uh, Nerd or Nerds in He's Search of as the first album. And I fucking I know this album. I fuck with this album. Heavy, heavy. So fucking, uh, it's a vibe, right? So fucking, hold on, let me fucking put this bitch up. This motherfucker came out, uh, two thousand one, and this fucking album has really, actually inspired a lot of people. Um, Tyler Crater, obviously, if you know anything about Tyler Crater, he talks about this album. Uh, a lot of people in the fucking internet, Sid, Matt Martians. Just a lot of people have been influenced by fucking. You could probably uh, say Mac too, honestly. I was about to say Mac. I was about to say, I was just about to say Anderson Pack. Uh, yeah. uh, fucking. Just a lot of people with that like groovy sound, like, you know what I'm saying? Like smooth sound, fucking shit. They're influenced by them for sure. You can just, a lot of people, they'll tell you, you can fucking search it. I just heard a lot of people tell you that they've been inspired by NERD and Nerd specifically. I mean, Pharrell specifically. <laughs> But uh, give the other name of the kid. Right, that was amazing. <laughs> right, that was fried. Yeah, no, I mean Pharrell. Pharrell's a fucking legend, bro. Right. So if you don't fuck with Pharrell, I don't fuck with you. So his first song, fucking, called Lap Dance. And this is fucking. Yo, if you can listen to this without moving and bopping, then I'll give you like ten bucks. Right. This song got like a little like a uh, like a like dirty vibe, like underground vibe. And it's uh so this album originally came out like I said 2001 and it had like it's made with like this sound the synthesizers and everything but the album was like redone in like 2002 or 2003 and re-released with like fucking uh, Star Trek which is like this fucking uh, rock group and they fucking did all the songs over a rock so like they originally intended for the fucking album to have a rock feel and this album definitely has a rock feel you can definitely feel it like the whole fucking like i said i really fucking know this album so i can really talking this shit talking this shit the whole fucking like theme of this song fucking is like comparing the fucking government to fucking like women whores shit like that talking about how they act like the government acts like they're for the good of the people or everything and they acting like they're for you, everything, but they just want your money. Just how like women, strippers, whatever, that act like they like you or whatever, but they really just want your fucking money. And that's what they're comparing the fucking government to. Only care about their own interests. And that's why I always fucking fuck with Pharrell. He always had like, let me pull out some bars. And the way his bars, like he don't fucking like, his bars aren't, his bars are like rap bars, not like punchline boom boom bars, but it's like his bars be more lyrical. Like he's more into the lyrics and the stand and theme of the song. I can't really go back on this. 
Cause you can't, like I said, it's bars aren't like you can go back and say the shit and oh that was cold. <laughs> you gotta say it in context with the song. But like I said, this whole song is he's comparing fucking government to women. And he had this <laughs> this white food come in and spit and he was damn near spitting. Where's he at? Lee Harvey. Like trash. Oof. Smoking that nice grass. Naming white trash yeah. Harvey baby Christ on the arm I'm gnarly baby So yeah it's fucking Like this whole For like NERD They got that whole like Alternative vibe Like you wouldn't expect To really hear anybody Like rapping on this beat But they fucking got This fucking fool Lee Harvey Rapping on here And I don't even really know Who this nigga is Never really heard nothing From him Before or after But it's just a fucking Good vibe And I personally Probably would not have Picked this fucking song the fucking intro to fucking album i guess they kind of really didn't because then their next song is called the intro you know that was interesting to me how it was laid out like that right so the fucking intro to the fucking album fucking they just fucking talking introducing the fucking shit for real talking and this fucking like little baby (laughs) little baby talking at the beginning that shit's like iconic loud motherfuckers uh, copy that shit. Hello, baby, saying shit, saying they fucking uh, beat tag or whatever and shit. But this is fucking just Pharrell talking and shit. Nothing really important. Skip over to that. But this fucking leads into uh, one of my favorite songs. And this song called Things Are Getting Better. And all these beats are produced by fucking the Neptunes, Pharrell, Chad. Uh, so fucking NERD is fucking uh, Pharrell, Chad. And uh, Shane, that's his name. I think his name is Shane. Or Shay, that's his name, Shay. Let me make sure that's his fucking name. Yeah, Shay, yup. So, but Pharrell and fucking uh, Chad are the only ones that make the beats. That nigga Shay just on the vocals. But yeah, like I've, uh, like I said, his fucking bars, they're not like cold, but they just like go with the song. Modify your brain, they call me drugs. That's pretty hard, honestly, right? Though. But it's like you, most people they hear that shit, they're not gonna be like, Oh, that was cold, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just like he's more into the lyrics, like you're in the lyrics and shit, so that's hard to you. But like, yeah. face value, most people they hear that shit, they're gonna be like, No, this is one of my favorite songs, too, though, right? Honestly, boy, I got this like I, I gave this like three, three or four listens probably because we were, we were supposed to do it last week, right? Um, this song got added to my playlist, I love this song, we definitely got a uh. It's definitely like a feel-good song for sure. And it's got a good vibe. And it's about pulling a chick and how like a chick can fucking change your whole outlook on life. So like he get a chick and he's like, oh shit, things are getting better now, you know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers have had that shit before. You be fucking down and fucking a bitch pop up and be like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people could relate to that shit. Get some pussy, get your swag back. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Yeah, that's how it be, though, honestly, sometimes. Like, for real. It really do. Like, oh, shit, I got some pussy. Now I'm back out here. Yeah, like, it, it changes your whole mindset. Your whole confidence level, even. Right. And fucking Shay, he's, he is more of the fucking... I wouldn't say rapper, but I feel like he tries a little more. His Still, like, none of their bars are really, like, bars. Like... They're more like, uh, like when we review fucking Lil Pete, like how his fucking bars that weren't like, 
bars. They more just like fit the whole concept of the song type shit. I feel like that's how their lyrics and shit are. Like they're more into the concept songwriting. And like I feel like that's uh, where you can start to really feel the the inspiration from like especially right. for me as a, a, a genuine Mac fan. Right. Like to hear like swimming. Right. And then listen to this. Like I was like, oh. Like this is exactly where the motherfucker got it from, especially because right. we've heard what Pharrell has said. It told Mac to sing more, etc., right. etc. Um, like, cause this funky feel right, with, definitely. with just lyrics that aren't necessarily bars, but it fits really well, right, and it's still exactly. telling you things. Like, right. it's dope to me. Like, I I really love this kind of shit. Right. And it's like, fun- I, I really grew with Mac, cause like I would have never have wanted to listen to this kind of shit until Mac grew into it. Right. So now, as I'm older and I hear music like this, like I'm just like, oh fuck, this is dope. Like I was really glad Don. Uh, have picked this in the end honestly right and i fuck with i always fuck with pharrell singing like that's one of my favorite like i always fuck with his singing because he's not like he's not like your traditional singer like he's for like not saying nothing bad but he's like that not that good of a singer but he makes it work like he's not a fucking singer like chris brown or usher or nothing like he's got his own like lane like it's kind of raspy like he'd be exactly he'd be missing notes and shit and but like he makes it work I always fuck with that because like I can't really sing so like it's kind of like I could fucking relate to it kind of like I don't know I always fucked with it and I always fuck with like he'd be singing falsetto and shit sometimes I always fuck with that high singing and I always fuck with his fucking hooks like I said like he's a fucking legend so fucking next song called Brain and this song definitely had a fucking uh, real fucking rock feel to it not actually one of my favorite songs on here. But it definitely had a cold vibe to it. This just kind of got, I think it just kind of got old to me because I've heard this shit so long. I mean, so many times. I've been into this album so, so long. But nah, this, uh, like I said, this song got a rock feel to it. It's about, uh, a song is about the self-conflict, you know what I'm saying? Men can have, do you love the chick? Or do you just love her sex? And I feel like a lot of men can fucking relate to that. And uh, uh and like it definitely it could be a double entendre too, because it's saying like you could love her for her fucking brain. Like it definitely be like I might not really fuck with this bitch. I, there's been people like that, but she's smart. She out here getting money, so I'm gonna fuck with like you know how people fuck with people for money and shit. So it could be a double entendre. You just fuck with somebody for the actual brain. Or you could actually be fucking with somebody for their sex. So I feel like... Had to let her go, kept falling in sex with her. Right. <laughs> and it's like I said, this is Shay right here. Dog meat, dog, but your head is under my paw. Bars. <laughs> like, it's not like I said, it's, these aren't bars, like fucking punchline bars, but that was shit. He said, it's cool to call me dog, but your head is under my paw. So he said, <laughs> he's saying, you saying I'm a dog and shit, but you still over here giving me this head. That's bars. And then I always fuck with, like I said, I fuck with Pharrell singing. Or do I really love your brand? Bars. So I always fuck with, like, the songwriting that NERD does, I feel like it's unique to them. Because I don't really, I guess I don't really listen to that many, like, alternative people. I kind of do. But I don't listen to far too many. But I, I feel I haven't, you don't really hear too much like this. Like, who else can you say? Really sounds like this. Right, they got their own like unique lane. You 
Honestly, this reminds me of this like rock song my dad used to listen to though. I think it's just called Might As Well Be Walking On The Sun or something. My it, Shit, I'd have to look it up. Yeah. It's like, might as well be walking on the sun. Like, I don't know just the sound of this song and the beat. Like, it just right. sounds like that shit. But yeah, I definitely fuck with this song. This wasn't one of my favorite songs on here. My whole, my favorite song on this album is probably... I'll probably wait till we get to it. But yeah, so this fucking the next song called Provider. And this is one of my favorite songs right here. It's probably not my favorite song. But it's definitely one of my favorite songs right here. And this song, uh, this song has a fucking video. And if you use, uh if you watch the video, it'll probably help you understand the fucking whole concept of this song better. Oh, it's actually it's a Smash Mouth song. Smash Mouth. <laughs> like that's really what that reminded me of. That's smash Mouth. Fucking Smash Mouth. Bro. I ain't heard of them motherfuckers in forever. But now, like this video, I mean, this song has a video, and like I said, if you watch this video, it'll help you understand the whole concept of this song better. And the whole video is like this uh, uh, guy. And he's like, uh, he ends up getting like his girl pregnant or something. He ends up like uh, telling her he's going to the like army or something. And she fucking like gets shitty and he ends up going to the army and he like comes back. But anyway, like this, the whole concept of the song is the song's called Provider. And the whole concept of this song is fucking doing whatever you have to do to provide for your family. And like, uh, in the fucking video, he chose fucking going to the army. But like in the song, he's really talking about uh, somebody like selling drugs. And it's just like, that's what it'd be like. People, they have to do whatever they got to do to provide for their family. Don't want me to go, but I have to. See, I fuck with this for real. And it's like, it's not bars. But it's like smooth a as fuck, though. Right. Especially coming where I'm from. And he said, I refuse to be a bum, especially coming where I'm from. That's kind of bars. And he's just saying. That's kind of bars. Right, that's kind of bars. Like, that's bars to me, but I'll just, you know. But he's just saying, like, shit, I ain't about to be no bum-ass nigga. Like, he could be saying, shit, everybody else from here is a bum-ass nigga, so I ain't trying to be like these niggas. Or he could be saying everybody else out here doing good, so I gotta, I can't be any bum-ass nigga out here. So it could be, you know what I'm saying, it's whatever you want it to be. But he's saying, like, But everybody can feel that. Nobody wants to be a bum. Right. He's right. You said, I said that, that earlier today. I said that shit earlier today. I said that earlier. That's what made me think about. Ain't right. nobody want to be a bum, bro. Right. And like, uh, on the fucking, this is like the outro, on the bridge, she says, uh, I'll wait till he says it, so it comes up. Like, this whole song was written good. And like, on this video, it's cold. He's like fucking standing like in the clouds and he's, <laughs> I guess it's really like trippy, like weird video. And if I die. It will change you. I'll watch over our family. But he says, but only as an angel. So he's like saying, shit, I'm doing this shit for the family. And even if I die doing this shit, I love you guys so much that I'm going to watch over you guys as an angel. So this is a deep song, man. Like, it seemed like a face level song or whatever, but it's actually a deep song. He actually saying some shit on this motherfucker. And that's why I fuck with Pharrell. Like I said, I always fuck with the songwriter. I feel like he's a good songwriter. Unique. Like I said, don't nobody else really sound like this. 
and I actually fuck with the like on the video it has a different like uh, outro talking about and like I said that he was talking about the army in, in that video so on the outro he's talking about like singing like the war will be over type shit it was cold so you should definitely check out that fucking video for sure like I said I fucking know this album so I can talk on this shit all day but like right here he's talking about the war will be over shit was cold it's like kind of beat kind of changed up too but uh what's the next song they always got long outros, so I don't want to just sit here let these motherfuckers play out. But they do definitely got vibes. Definitely some vibey shit. So the next song is fucking called Truth or Dare. And I think this is probably one of the more known songs uh, by NERD. Like if people have heard any songs, they probably heard this one or uh, what's that? Uh, all the girls standing in line for the bathroom. Uh, what's another song they might have heard? They're probably that more recent shit. Uh, they have. I haven't. I never really listened to that more most recent album. Yeah, I didn't listen to that to be honest. I need to check it out. But uh, my nigga that fuck with NERD, he said he didn't really fuck with it. So I hadn't even really been in no rush. To listen to it, but this song uh, has a rockish and R and B ish feel. Like on a lot of, like I said, they redid this album at uh, with Star Trek, and uh, like a lot of the songs, like the whole kind of vibe kind of changed when they put the rock feel on it. But this vibe kind of pretty much stayed the same when they went straight rock with it. So this song, obviously about the relations with the opposite sex, and I fucking. Like, this is Khalees right now. She added a good contrast to this whole song because it's showing, like I said, it's about the opposite sex. So Pharrell and them, they talking about from the male aspect of it. And Khalees is talking it from the female aspect of it. And it just shows that fucking niggas and bitches be on the same shit. Like, that was, I feel like that's the point he was trying to make. Like, motherfucker, niggas be trying to fuck, bitches be trying to fuck. I be we be talking about that shit all the time at work. Like fucking bitches are the new niggas, man. Like they just want dick. Just like bitches, I mean, <laughs> just like niggas just want some pussy. Like bitches are the new niggas. <laughs> yeah. They sluts. And then they got fucking Pusha T on here. Yeah. And I fucked with Pusha T first. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was gonna say. And this was really all these songs are like kinda like long. It's rounding me, hounding me, center river. And it's crazy because this don't really sound like, like it sound like Pusha T, but it don't sound like Pusha T now. Definitely. Not. Like his voice is like a little, uh, definitely a lot lighter than it is now. Man, and he didn't keep the truth, truth to dare. selling drugs this, in that one, so you're like, are you sure? I always fuck with it like, this is a break, but I always fuck with it like, Bridges, whatever the fuck. Like I said, I always fuck with that songwriting type shit. That shit you don't get on all types of songs. But nah, this is the next song is definitely my favorite song. And this song is fucking called Tape You. I'm, de- I'm this song way too fucking long. I'm not gonna let this whole song play. The song's like eight minutes because it got a fucking uh. It's got a fucking long ass outro. 
So actually, like, uh, if you, I think on like the, you gotta get like a special version. So I think on like Spotify and everything, if you listen to that shit, I don't think it has a seven minute version on there. Did it have a seven minute version when you went and you listened to it? I don't think they had a seven minute version on there. I think you had to have like a special version. Yeah, you damn do. He had to have like a UK version. Cause it's explicit. Like some bitches fucking. Mm-hmm. So some Mac Miller type shit. Yeah, so they're like fucking. And he's like Pharrell, like, so cause it's about this. So this whole song is called Tape You. So it's about convincing a girl to fucking uh, make a fucking sex nuts. tape. Yup, I figured you, it's the UK version that has the fucking sex and shit. But like, now nah, I always fuck with uh, niggas said, relax, girl, sip some of my Slurpee. You don't have to lie to me. Fly. Like he's not even like like the bar is not cold, but it's cold. I don't know why I fuck with that shit. Just the way Pharrell say the shit, his delivery, he's smooth with the shit. I fuck with this hook for sure. Like I said, this song is about convincing a girl to fucking have, make a sex tape with him and this other chick. So, I mean, it's Pharrell speaking to her directly. That's why he's saying, like, you can, if you listen to it, it's actually him talking to her. And he's like, sing, rapping on here. That's what another reason why I fucked with it. Cause like, like, he got an album, Pharrell got an album, like his only fucking rap album where he fucking raps. And I fuck with that album. So I fuck with Pharrell when he raps and I feel like this is more of a, Kinda is rappy shit. He's still singing, but it's more like a rappy singy. Listen, we'll call her gold and you'll be platinum. Right. Saying like even though I'm trying to have this other girl, you're still at the top. Like, right. Don't don't get it twisted. That's hard. Right. Like I said, Pharrell always got the good songs. God damn my eyes like a bitch. Todd Dodgers do second straight world series. We can talk about that. But nah, the fucking, I'm gonna go ahead and skip to the fucking, like I said, I'm not gonna play this whole song, but I do wanna play the fucking end. Like I said, if you had the, like if you have Spotify and everything, you won't have this version, but I have like the UK version. And it's fucking, so you haven't heard this shit. It's fucking. Like the beat code. You got a fucking a song with like it's like a rough song, like it was never released, but it's like a rough song with uh, Justin Timberlake, and they're like rapping over this. It's called like First Time. You can definitely look it up. I actually don't know if it's on YouTube anymore. I'm sure it used to be. But it's called like First Time with uh, Pharrell and uh, Justin Timberlake. You should look that motherfucker up if it's still on that shit. It's called. But yeah, it's dope. Right. But it's just fucking bitches fucking. Doing all types of shit. And then just fucking at the end, it's funny. They were like, can we do it again? I don't remember if it's at the exact end or what. Goddamn. Well, fuck it, I can't find it. But at the end, it's funny. Fucking niggas like, can we do it again? Niggas be sounding weird. Oh, this is, yeah. So that's probably my favorite song on here. It's one of my second favorite songs. It's a song called Run to the Sun. I definitely fucked with this song. This instrumental's too good. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So this is a song. This I said this is a song. This song is about. Uh, hold on. So yeah, like I said, fucking a lot of people inspired by uh, NERD, and they got this fucking tweet from Tyler Creator it said, "Run to the Sun" was played last night. First song, uh, nerd song I heard. Being aware by uh, who it was, August on Power. Oh yeah. So he said this one of the first nerd songs that I fucking heard. And it's just he tweeted that shit. So I just that just shows a lot of people inspired by nerd. But now nah, this song's about wanting to run away with a girl to fucking to wherever. And I feel like he could like this saying run away to the sun could actually be saying that she he wanna run away to a different planet, or he could just be saying he wanna run away in general. And he's saying, uh, what else? Oh yeah, so I'll wait till the fucking hook comes on again. But now nah, he was kind of like sing, sing rapping on here too. And the fucking lyricism on here was just like, like I, I uh, compare his lyricism to fucking uh, Frank Ocean lyricism, cause like they both got like shit like, like it'd be like, how you fucking think of that? Or like how you like it's a different shit to me. Like I wouldn't think of putting that together, saying those words. Put, uh, like how they Childish Gambino's newest album in that too. And like honestly, you can feel a lot of inspiration from Pharrell. I feel like in in Gambino's like the Awaken My Love album. His I got, I, see, album. I didn't I didn't listen to that album. I just check it out. That album's pretty crazy, man. Gambino, we have to bring that one. I'm about to say you might have to bring that up here one day. I I definitely didn't listen to that album. He definitely won some awards off that album too. Oh, but on the hook, he was saying, "While you're here, uh, I wish we could run to the sun." But he's saying, "While you're here," saying because he's saying like, "While you're here," like he want to do this shit, but he know the bitch going and end up leaving anyway. And I feel like that's how a lot of people feel like they don't ever fully commit because they always worried about. Oh, what this this motherfucker might hurt me. You know, motherfuckers, they get hurt that one time, and then, and then they always right. They always worried about getting hurt again. Probably miss out on other shit. Right. Motherfuckers miss out on shit all the time because of that. But nah, he's saying, uh, I wish I, I would hand the skies to you. Like I said, he's telling this bitch, I'd do anything for you. All this type of shit. But no, it ain't going to ever turn, in, turn out to be anything. This is just a little slow, vibey song. It's a really nice song, though. Right. It's a long ass song. Like I said, a lot of his songs are fucking long. So you gotta just listen to him vibe out. But the next song is fucking got a uh, faster vibe to it. So I'm gonna go ahead and go to that one. Next song is fucking called Baby Doll. And don't don't get it twisted. I fuck with Run uh, Run to the Sun. It's one of my favorite songs. It's just extra slow. But the next song called Baby Doll. And it's got a little faster vibe. It's a little, little shorter song. Just cause it's quicker. But now nah, this fucking song, so like I said, it's called Baby Doll. It's about a girl he just met and that he's infatuated with her, asking her not to leave because he wants more. Like he said, calling her Baby Doll because you know fucking dolls supposed to be perfect, like Barbie bitches or want to be Barbie, blah blah blah. Because dolls, Barbie supposed to be perfect. The baseline is incredible. Right, and that's what like a lot of these fucking songs, like you like the beat is a big part of the song like they're like they're alternative 
So like that went in like alternative music, that fucking the actual instrumentation and shit is bigger. Like if you listen to the fucking if you listen to fucking a lot of rap and shit, like you want to hear the bars, like the beats, yeah, but like a lot of the bars is what a lot of the beats are minimal, so you can hear what the person's really saying. Is that a dog barking? What is that? <laughs> shit, who even knows? These all types of fucking sounds. And see, like when you, I feel like, I don't know, when you reach, I don't want to say like a certain level, because I don't put myself on any sort of level of breaking down music, but when you reach a certain appreciation of of music and like also like have opened yourself up to listening to other genres of music and hearing other things right um like when you hear a beat put together like this where it's just such a groovy bass line right the beat random, is cold these insp- instrumentations that i can't even place like what that is right there exactly like it's a w- they just got shit flying in all over all the place and like, and like you just hear it and like you, you just can't help but just vibe with it and appreciate. And you can definitely hear that influence in Tyler because he got, uh, if you listen to any Tyler Critters, he got different all types of percussion. Like a lot of people don't use toms. And if you know what a tom is, like Tyler uses toms, he uses all different types of percussion. I don't know what that is. It really sounds like a dog, like really like. Like I said, see, he said someone's perfect daughter. Like I said, like dolls are supposed to be perfect. So he's infatuated with her. He's putting her on a pedestal. He thinks she's perfect. Can't put the pussy on a pedestal. Can't put the pussy on a pedestal. But I, and like a lot of uh, nerd songs are like about women, about sex and shit. And you can definitely hear that influence in fucking Tyler Crater. A lot of his fucking songs are about women. Like early shit, it was about. Uh, raping women and shit but like now it's more about like love and still got that little like uh, weirder side to it but he's more like he's still making them uh, songs about women and sex and shit like you said Mac had the influence I mean look uh, at the Divine Feminine that's what I Divine Feminine yeah so like and like that I, I love that album we didn't even need to bring that album <laughs> I haven't even I haven't even really listened to that album like that I'm not listening to that album like. I could bring every Mac project, to be honest. Right, I haven't even. Yeah, I listened to that album like one time. I'm surprised you didn't like it more as much as you like songs about females and shit. It wasn't just wasn't what I was vibing with at the time. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've actually had that conversation. I think that came out also Demir Sludge and Polar for like. Yeah. I don't think I was fine with. So this next song is called uh, "Am I High," and this song is like uh, this song was like confusing to me because it like uh, like it was like uh, it was talking from like different like perspectives. Like the whole song, like it was like switching up. Like he was talking from the perspective of like him being drugs, and he was talking from like the perspective of like him being high. Like thinking of some like, I'm expecting some crazy shit. I'm expecting so much from her. I must be high because the expectations are too high, type shit. Ooh, expectations are high. I must be high. No pun intended. Looking hmm. ass. 
But yeah, so like it was like he's comparing himself to drugs and he's questioning himself. Is he being high? And the, like I said, crazy thing, like Pharrell doesn't even fucking do drugs. Like he doesn't, he doesn't smoke or drink. So it's just interesting to me how uh, I like how people that don't smoke or drink or whatever they can make songs about smoking, smoking and drinking. Yeah. Like that's just interesting. That's uh, I feel like that shows like real skill. And like uh, J. Cole, another person that's done some shit like that. Like he doesn't really smoke or drink like that, but he can make songs about smoking and drinking and shit. Yeah, because like really since like mixtape Cole, he probably hasn't even been trying to like even blow any tree. Because like you heard it in the early, early shit. I'm trying to be high, my eyes Asian, blah, blah, like type shit like that. Right. But, uh, yeah, it definitely takes a, a certain skill level and a certain le- level of like empathy, I feel like, and right. just like talking to people I feel like and and getting the feel and the story like basically telling the story of other people more or less like what you've heard and yeah it definitely takes a certain skill level right but Pharrell's just honestly overflowing with skill of different varieties like I said you should be paranoid without me I hate that fucking dance was it not even doing it right yeah, no, she's trash at it, too. Then you got big chubbers behind there. Uh, he talking flaming the kids, ladies and gentlemen. Not the kids. No filter. Not the kids. But fucking shit. Yo, I've been seeing Oladipo everywhere on social media, bro. Oladipo's getting love this season. Said he need to fucking up his play, goddammit. Did you see he dropped a song, bro? Yeah, man, he's... Did you listen to it? Nah, I didn't listen to that bullshit. He's got a nice-ass voice, bro. Don't be disrespectful. Fuck. Fuck Victor Oladipo, he bitch ass nigga. I ever see that nigga, I'ma split that nigga off fucking top, nigga. Yo, I see him at, he I'm comes playing. to my Chipotle all the time. He comes to your Chipotle? Yeah. What, the castle too? Yeah, I'ma come split that bitch ass nigga. Next time next, we come up there, next hit you me, me with the, the fucking text, be like, hey, Vic up here. I'ma be like, bad Yo, you'll probably have time too. He normally be getting like six shit. I'ma be shits. like, I'll be there in six, in 60 seconds, finna split his whole ass. Yo, Don can really get to my work in 60 seconds too. Right. So, it's nah, I'm just playing. I fuck with Vic. But all that. Yeah. <laughs> right, see this fucking song Lawn and a Bitch though. So I'm fucking Yeah, all that we just did all that talking about right. nothing and it's still just he's still just vibing. And like, like and it's nothing against the fucking Pharrell songs because I fuck with this album. It's just like some of these songs are fucking long and vibe. We don't have to I talk. I, I just think I think some of them are definitely longer than they need to be, without a doubt. Ooh, he flaming. Wow. Yeah, so this song, next song is called Fucking Rockstar. And this too is probably one of the more known songs. This might be the most known song rather than the fucking Truth or Dare, like I said earlier. This is one of they definitely perform this song whenever they perform. Like, and if you haven't fucking, if you haven't fucking seen it, like they don't really come over to the United States because they're not that big and shit over here. But if you fucking see them motherfuckers perform like in the UK and Germany and shit, they fucking sell the. Fuck out of shows. Like I'm telling you, look it up. Like they play at fucking festivals and shit, and motherfuckers be going in. So check them, check out uh, a nerd performance for sure. So I, this song had a whole like underground, like club sound to me. And it's about how other niggas don't compare to them, they're special breed. Like I said, it's one of their more favorite songs, famous songs. I said favorite songs. So, so, but now. And this song, they like really like. 
kind of more rapping on it on the verses. It's funny that the hooks are longer than their. Yeah, the hooks verses. long as shit. The the hook is twice as long as the verses, which is just like a, another just interesting bit of songwriting. Songwriting, yeah. That they, that they bring to the table. That right. They just do it a little differently. And the beat hitting on the the hook like that or wherever that is, that shit's hard. That the bass like that. Right. That's what they always. Uh, I like how they fucking utilize the bass. They root like everything 808 and shit nowadays. Like yeah, it's an older album, but like they still use 808 back then, and they utilize the bass. And I fuck with that. I like and how they just let the vocals just kind of float there, like right. The, the just really chill, and that's what makes me say that it reminds me of, or the, the old the new Gambino album reminds me of this, cause like that's how it is for him. It's not like the bass is thumping like that on his, but he just, he really just lets the, the vocals float in real gentle, just, and, and I mean, don't get it too, Gambino honestly has a better overall vocals than yeah. Pharrell, no hate, because Pharrell does it his own way and yeah. makes it fucking hard as hell, Right. Um, but it's just, something about the delivery, you can definitely tell Gambino was uh, inspired by Pharrell, I would think. Right, and fucking... Uh... Chad and uh, like I said, Chad and uh, Pharrell, they're the Neptunes, they make all the beats. But Chad and Pharrell, they both were fucking in the band growing up. That's where they met in the fucking band, made a fucking group and everything. So, like, these motherfuckers really know music. Like, they really can write music. They really know instrumentation and shit. So, that's why their fucking music is different than everybody else's because they really know music. They really can write music, put that shit together. They can, like, really play the piano. Chad really plays the fucking trumpet on some of his later shit. On some of the later shit, you hear him playing the fucking trumpet and shit. Some real, like, groovy shit. And like they said, rhyming on the top of a cop car, that's just fucking showing the whole, like, rock star supposed to be rebel. That's just fucking painting a picture of the whole, like, rebel rock star thing that he's talking about right here. It's fucking like I said. Some of these songs are just long. Like it's got a whole fucking like minute left. It's just gonna be like vibing out. So we'll fucking go to the next song. Next song, I fuck with this song. This song is Bobby called Bobby James, and this fucking song uh, is like, like I said, I fuck with the songwriting. So like this is like an interesting song. This song is about a kid who gets bullied and he turns to drugs to cope. And like, I felt like uh, the drugs could either be like, it could be two things. Like, it could actually be talking about actual drugs. So hold on, he's, let's, let's. he says, so it makes you forget pain, but makes you sing. So like I was saying, it could be actual drugs that he's saying, actually using drugs to cope, or it could be saying they turn to the music to help him cope with fucking being bullied and shit. You know how people always say. Oh, this music got me through this and shit. And like, music can really get people through shit. You know what I'm saying? So he could be fucking talking about actual drugs, or he could be talking about music. And it seems more like, in as you listen to the song, he's actually talking about actual drugs. But it could be either or. Could be both. You know, it's what just, I'm saying? A, it's it's a just up to up to you. A really. different uh, sound for right. sure. Um, yeah, just. Well, Distorted I'm voice. I'm being passed out. Sounds I'm cool though. Passed oh, out. Hey. And I fuck with this hook. This is one of my favorite hooks on this uh, album for sure. And like just how it just like I don't even know fucking know what this is. Some type of synthesizer sound. 
They don't kind of sound like a guitar. Cute if this were just the dream. Except you learn through me. Like, you kind of got the bars. Movie when it ends with the screen. Well, fuck face, I got news. This is real, and I did things. That's bars. He was saying, he was saying some real shit right there. But that's why I fuck with like, he just be like vibing on the beat, kind of like just filling out the fucking, like you said, like it's vocals, kind of just like float, kind of like another instrument. And I fuck yeah. with that shit. And not a lot of people can do that. I'm so high and so tired. Singing. This is just another really just smooth. Every yeah. every every beat, oh, every beat is just so groovy. Right, see, it's so smooth, making them sleepy. That's how it get. But like, it's also like it's got a, me over here grooving the whole time. Like I just be getting lost. I I've been really lost listening to the instrumentals right now, honestly. Right, that's why it's like different music. Like this, is some like this is not some music you finna listen to. You trying to turn up. There's some music you listen to, you just chilling, you might be doing your homework, you might be doing some extra work, you might be just vibing out, smoking, smoking you know yeah. what I'm saying, might be, shit, you can play with a bitch, shit, you can, like, this is just some feel-good vibe-out music, it's not no turn-up shit, this is some different vibe type shit, so the fucking next song and the last song on this album and I feel like this definitely could have been one of the first, like this could have been like an intro song because it just sounds like an intro to me. Yeah. But this song called Fucking Stay Together. And this is, it's one of my favorite songs I hear too. I got a lot of, like I just fuck with this whole album. But, uh, so this, like I said, this song is about him and his girl. He's saying they should stay together. And like, uh, on the chorus, I'll wait till it gets there. So like he was sucking, saying he don't know what the fuck just happened. He never thought this would happen. Never thought this could happen. What the fuck just happened? And I can fucking relate to that personally. Yeah. For like, what the fuck? Like you, some motherfucker here blindside you, a bitch blindside you. Some shit you never thought she would pull if she pulled some shit on you. And you'd be like, what the fuck just happened? And even though the bitch pulled this shit, you still fucking like, emotions just don't go away in one day just cause they did that. So you know what I'm saying? You still feel some type of way. So I fucking, I relate to this song. Definitely. And then like on the song, like he's around, uh, he's calling her a bitch and shit, like on the outro. And I just, I could relate to that. Like you, you fucking still feel some type of way calling her a bitch. But like I said, emotions don't go away overnight. So I can, like this song is just, only certain people can relate to it, I guess if you've only been through some shit. I mean, if you haven't been through some shit, you can't relate to it. But if you've been through some shit, I feel like this song people can relate to. For sure. Fucking patient blazers. That nigga ugly. And he's about to say it again, come up here and say, call her a bitch and shit. Just wanna show that part. Just to show that, like, this song kinda got that, like, he won her back and shit type feel to it. But at the same time, he's still calling her a bitch, still. Recognizing the fact that he did him, I mean that she did him dirty. 
So this was a good little, like I feel like it should have been like an intro more of a song. But it's a good like, fucking vibe out. Way to end a fucking album. Like I said, all these songs are fucking long than a bitch. Long than a bitch. Right, this is this song like six minutes. So I'm gonna stop it right there. But so the rank this album, you already know what the fuck I'm gonna get this motherfucker. Here comes a ten. I'm giving a ten out of fucking ten, bitches. Ten out of ten. Cause I just fuck with this album. I feel like I said I fuck with songwriting. I fuck with production. I fuck with all that. Like I fuck with the way. Just the flow of the album. Like I said, I fuck with the theme behind it, the theme behind the songs. I just fuck with this whole album, 10 out of 10. I give that album like a nine or so. Um, That's fair. Uh, Like, it's just heli creative, heli different. Uh, I really love the production all the way through. Um, like I said, I think some of the songs to me are are too long. Yeah. Um, There's just points where nothing's being added. Right. But... Is what it does have going for it always. Yeah, I was like, that's a kick. What it always has going for it is, um, like the the beat. The beat you can just vibe out to the beat even when there's not really shit going on or shit of consequence being said. Um, the beats still all vibe all the way through, start to finish, really. So, um, yeah, it's like a nine for me. I mean, it it it's Pharrell's really like a fucking legend in my opinion. Like legend. He, he uh. He's influenced so many people and had such an impact um, and just kind of went, created a, a very specific lane um, that I don't think a lot of people like you can feel influences like people take influence from like Frank Ocean Gambino. But um, you can't hear anybody really emulate what Pharrell is able to do um, on a track and on a, on a body of work. He's just different and uh, <clears throat> can't say enough. How much I, I want Pink Slime to be something that's heard before, before uh, just someday. I want to hear that Pink Slime. I want to hear what Mac Miller and Pharrell cooked up together. Because, um, man. This is my scene. Some fucking shit said Pharrell's new movie, Atlantis, will be a musical about his childhood in Virginia. But this fucking story, like two years old. I hate when my fucking like shit happens so much like fucking artists say shit gonna come out and shit don't ever come out. Yeah. That shit's annoying. So yeah, I got that shit a ten I'm ten out of ten, you gave it a nine out of ten. So a couple shit. solid albums today though. Right. Definitely. So we're keeping the music coming. Right. So I don't know what fucking shit I even think about. I don't know what album we're gonna pick next time. Shit. You got some choices. Yeah, I was gonna say Gambino's a thought, the two I was having him. Uh, I think about last time might still be in, they're still in the in the works. <laughs> I forgot about them. Little Dicky and Post Malone, they'll be coming at some point probably. <laughs> uh, Little Dicky and Post Malone, goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. See, the thing is, is like <laughs> I'd bring Mark Battles, guys. Uh, but, Mark Battles, but uh, Don would undertake him. Um, Fuck. Mark Battles, you bitch. So I don't want to. I don't feel like getting roasted the whole time. So I'll probably never do Mark Battles. <laughs> I just don't feel like hearing Don talk that much shit. Man, oh, so we got this one last segment. I don't even know if Chris has nothing for it because I didn't tell him about it prehand. But uh, so this last segment is gonna be like the final shots, part and takes, final thoughts, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's just gonna be where we fucking each can have like a little 
monologue or whatever about what the fuck we want to talk about real quick. So I just wanted to talk about Miles fucking Turner real quick. And uh, Miles Turner, he just fucking got a, a big, big contract extension. What was it? Like four years. Uh, let me look it up. Miles Turner was like four years, like 82 million or something like that. Oh, let me make sure I I should have had this fucking uh already fucking uh pulled up so I could have spoke about it real quick. But as I pulled it up, just want to say his it was like contract was like four years, like eighty four million or something. And I want to pull up his stats too of what he's doing this year. Oh, okay, so it's four years, 72 million. It was like 82, 72. So four years, 72 million. Now let's pull up the fucking Miles Turner stats. Miles Turner stats. How many points is this man fucking averaging this year? Hold on, come on. Miles Turner, 12 points, five rebounds. Soft. So you're telling me the Pacers just paid this man. Four years for four years, seventy-two million dollars, and this man is averaging twelve points and five rebounds. Five rebounds is more of a concern to me, honestly. You're the fucking center. Five what? rebounds is all you can snag me a game, bro. Five boards. And you're fucking six eleven, seven foot, starting center. And this is like I just wanted like I don't understand it. I wanted to name the fucking section called. I mean the segment called. I don't get it. And I could end the segment. Like, I don't it's get it. It's actually perfect because my, my topic's going to... Right, okay. So we'll, we'll name this segment called, from now on, be called I Don't Get It. And so they fucking paid this man four years, 72 million. And his stats... Let's look up his stats last year just to show that he even deserved that extension. His fucking stats last year was fucking... Hold on. God damn it, shit loaded. I just think Miles Turner plays soft. Because he had... This nigga averaged 12 points last year, bruh. He averaged 12 points last year and six rebounds. So, you averaged 12.6 rebounds. They, I, and and he I, just got taken right to the head. And I was saying, before uh, before they even signed him, I was like, let's wait and see what he does this season, see if we should even extend him. That is so, they give him, in mid-season, four years, 72 million. He's averaged 12 points, five rebounds this year, 12 points, six point rebounds last year. What the fuck? Why the fuck did they fucking get this man his money? He did not deserve his money. I don't get it. Wow. Miles Leonard has zero points and three fouls in six minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah. I also don't get it. Because um, I've always thought... I just think Miles Turner plays soft as shit, bro. He doesn't play like a seven-foot player. At all. Um, like, need the fucking... Like, what is he on? I can't believe he didn't touch that hand. So do you got a fucking? Uh, yeah, mine. Uh, we kind of he briefly talked. He Don said something about earlier when he saw a headline. But so, the Los Angeles Dodgers have made it to the last two World Series, and they've made it to the postseason, the last twelve years, without a fucking World Series title. I don't get it. <laughs> like, how can you have so many opportunities? Like, at least the Cubs, when the Cubs were doing it weren't making the postseason every year. Right. It was, they made it one, like one year back in 03 and then kind of struggled. Like, nah, you made it 12 years in a row. And two of those years, you made it all the way to the final. All you had to do was win four games. 
and then you get knocked four to one by the Red Sox, and last year uh, took an L to the Strohs. Like, get it together. If you're gonna go represent the National League, we're here to take dubs. Man. We're not here to get washed <laughs> by some fucking Boston looking ass little baked potato Mookie! head. Fucking. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's, that was my quick take I came up with, uh, is I don't get it. How can you have made it 12 times in a row and not made it to the big show? Right. Who's the issue? Fix it. Uh, or stay the fuck out the way. Man. So fucking, uh, yeah, man. So we have some fucking new segments on the show. We're going to try to uh, keep them going. Always have like four or five uh, segments. Might add some new ones. Keep the same ones. You know, might change up every week. I had to get some input from Chris on these segments from now on. This is all me this week. Yeah, that but shit was dope, though. Donald's on that creative grind. But I'll get uh, Chris in, get his input on these boys so we can have some good-ass topics every week. But yeah, this fucking episode 14 of Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter. Follow yeah. us on fucking Twitter. Black on Black, B-L-A-C-K on B-L-A-C-C. At Topher Stetzel, T-O-P-H-E-R-S-T-A. S-T-E-T-Z-E-L. Fuck. You tried to put an A in there. Right. Statsel. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking go ahead. Follow us on there, man. Let us know what you think about the show. What you want to hear. Uh, if you got any ideas for black ver- uh, black thing, white thing. You got any real shit, real spit. You got any over-unders. That's racist. Right? You got any racist shit. Just let us know, man. Let us know. So we can, We're trying uh, to stamp out racism one, <laughs> one silly-ass story at a time. One story at a time, man. So uh, if y'all got any input, man, like I said, hit us up. Follow us at the Ron Rational uh, fucking in, uh, Twitter. I need to get back on that. But just follow us, man. Let us know. Like I said, episode 14. I'm fucking Donnie Ray. Yeah, I was like, that motherfucker traveled. Uh, Chris <laughs> Stetzel, I'm sorry. He just traveled. I thought they weren't going to call it. Chris Stetzel, back right. in here. We'll be back. Are we gonna make it next week? Probably yeah. not. Actually, oh yeah, shit, I'm gonna be in fucking uh, Denver. Woo! Be in Denver next week, so I might. Hey, he re- might put something out though. Or I might record some solo. Maybe or I could try to figure out. There's got to be a way to fucking we could record some, some type of way. I'll try to figure some shit out. But yeah, uh, we might not have an episode next week. We'll see. Or it might be some solo. I'll be in Denver. But yeah, shout out. All right, episode fifteen. Next week, we'll but this ep- right, this episode fourteen, we out this bitch.